Sigmay. Gotta get those bevels right. Ah, ah. Sigmay. Ah, ah. I go out. Ah. I don't even Here we go. Ah. The recording has started, even though my oh, audio yeah, isn't uh, fixed. So Just press record. I have pushed recording. You are you're officially recording. If you want to, um, you want a quick tour. Yeah, this, man. This, give, us, give us a tour. Yeah, of bus yeah, bus. Let's, go, let's go on a tour. Yeah, we'll go on Love a tour. bus. Zena's cooking dinner, so you get to see the luxury. The bedroom's the best now because I was um, getting ready for this. But yeah, we'll do a quick little fucking tour, tour de France. It's not every day you get to live in a bus. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what do we got? Let's have a look. This is this is the sexy bedroom. Um, let me just get my lights on. So this uh, open plan loving, open plan loving, is it? Oh yes, look at this. So this is the sexy, sexy bedroom here. Nice, nice, nice. You know, it's, it's very roomy. It's about the size of like I don't know, 175 centimeters long. <laughs> and then you come out here, and you come through. Ooh, I like the lights. The gully. Yeah, should we put some more? We always have the lights down low because we're like vampires. Do we want to hit the, do we hit the strong lights? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. So cool. Zena's <laughs> making dinner. There's Zena down the end. Yeah, you wouldn't believe a girl want to have a relationship with me, but she does. Um, <laughs> she's crazy, man. She's crazy. <laughs> yeah, she's, yeah, we know. We know. And then it's meant to go through here, and then you come out, and that's the. There, there's a there's a dreaded surfboard hiding behind that couch. Yeah, you get cool. you get the idea. It's not massive, but it works. Oh, it looks pretty sweet to me. It looks good size. This, this is this is. Uh, I'm going in the next room now, so I'm saying goodbye to Zena, and I'm going to the bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> so is Zena is Zena named after the warrior princess Zena, or? Um... Yes, she's officially Z Z E N A. She is Zena official. The warrior yeah, princess. She's like proper, proper Zena warrior princess. Her, yes. name, her name is Zena Zena Zahara. Oh, look out! Look out! That's a cool name. I actually, I actually wish I had a name as cool as her. My name's just a shit name, basically. <laughs> now, what is your my name? Name's, is it... My name's my name's Ben. It's just like I couldn't. You couldn't have a more boring name than that. <laughs> A, a Ben Hodginson, you couldn't know. I hate, yeah. 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 It's like my yeah, old you hate your, got, do, got do you hate so, your name, Ben? Do you hate yeah, your name? I've, I've always hated it, eh? I've yeah. always every, hated every it. Ben, every Ben hates their name. I wish I was like something rad like Chad or something. Chad. Well, my, old, my old man's <laughs> name's Sonny. You know. Sonny. Sonny. That's quite cool. It's a great name. And then he like goes, that. oh, cool. Oh, cool, my one, Ben. Yeah, there's a question for both of you guys. Jolin's a cool name. Jolin Kilkelly is like, that's a good name. It's a striking name. I have had it's issues. Um, I remember this is a good, this is a good little chat because my mum said that <laughs> my mum said that when I was about 10 or 11, I went into her room one, one day and I was like, Mum, I hate my name. No one knows what it is. No one can understand it. Can 
why did you call me Jolin? It's the worst name ever. <laughs> I'm fully sucking to her. And then as I got older, I was like, it's actually it's actually quite cool. It's way different. You don't hear many Jolins, eh? Yeah. This, this is this is um I've just been handed my my drink. You know, you know you're oh. a fucking UA yoga teacher when you drink cacao powder at night. Oh, yes. did you have a cacao ceremony before you drank it oh uh, we we did we did um we did i i basically just rubbed myself in oil and <laughs> we we put flower petals in and walked in the full moon <laughs> with amethyst yeah, crystals we took, we took photos we took photos for instagram because nothing <laughs> matters unless it's on social media it is. are you have you got a tech have you got a tiktok account no, nah, I hate TikTok. <laughs> Hodjo does. I haven't. I feel like you'd be good at TikTok. <laughs> I don't know about that, man. Hodjo's definitely got one, eh? No, yeah, I, I think I think you can tell. How old? How old are you, though, Ben? You're you're younger than us old men. Yeah, I'm 35 now. Yeah, so that's because you're a different generation to us. You're more up with that shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, because but I actually I actually did I did like have one for a while but i started going down this really weird lane because you know how it develops <laughs> you know how it develops an algorithm mm. right yeah yeah, 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 yeah and so and it must be based on what, how you interact with stuff i don't even know how it works right yeah. and then mine started going down this really weird lane of oh, like God. um uh like <laughs> dead dads like, <laughs> what <laughs> Dead dads, dead, dead young dads, like, oh, like, like all what? of these. This, there was way too many triggering because I'm a new dad, man. I've been a dad for about two years now, and oh, um, okay, yeah, yeah, you, and you've so tripped that algorithm. So, somehow, trips some algorithm with it where it's like people like doing tribute, TikTok tributes to young dead dads. <laughs> like, you sit there, like, Whoa, oh, what's going on? And then, and then it started getting you weirder like mm. ukraine shootings and stuff and all that sort of thing oh, and then it got it and then the last one and i, I swear the last one it's actually really sad it was like the caption said little girl goes to heaven and it's like a little oh. girl in a sick bed being filmed go, and i was like i didn't oh, even i was like no. i'm out i'm out and i deleted no. it straight i was just like this shit is like Zuckerberg's, Zuckerberg's got me, man. Zuckerberg's <laughs> in my brain, drilling into my brain, going after all my deepest, darkest <laughs> fears. <laughs> this, al- this algorithm's gone so dark. I was like, I deleted. I haven't been back on there in like a month. <laughs> I lost like, it. It's like YouTube, man. You go on YouTube and you just kind of keep following the next thing, and next thing you know, you're fucking in this out of hand place. Yeah. <laughs> next, next hand, you're in like Mongolian. Bloody <laughs> no rape game. It's fucking pretty much. I think that's how it works. Eh? What whatever technology does, it just seems to just take us into the most fucked up, fucked up places it can. Well, what do you Those guys algorithms, think? Eh? What do you guys think? This is like way off topic. Well, it's not. It's on topic. But like. Here's a here's a moral question for you. Would if you had the opportunity to get the Neuralink that Elon Musk is developing, oh you know, yeah, would they would they drill drill a, a section out of your brain and they put some wires <laughs> in there? This is all legit. They're doing yeah, they're <laughs> testing this on pigs at the moment. Um, would you consider doing it? We because like imagine how cool would it would it be to be able to replay 
barrels, waves. You'd be able to like literally tap into your own your own internal hard drive and oh, relive yeah, yeah. surf sessions. Like that's kind of tempting. How do you feel about that? Yes, interesting. Uh, eh? I mean, it's pretty amazing, I suppose, that you could just be like, you know, I'm I'm sitting here at the waiting room, I'm bored shitless. I'll just relive relive that best barrel I ever had. Yeah. While I'm waiting for the doctor or some shit. I can I can see that. It's mm. interesting, eh? Like, like I've always been interested in all that sort of stuff as a kid. Mm. Like as a kid, I was a full um, you know, sci-fi thing. I used cool. I used to used to read when I was like seven years old reading bloody um I am robot, you know, like wow. you know, so I was always like what is the future going to be like? What's AI going to look like? And, mm. you know, and when's it going to happen? Are we going to go with it? Or is it just going to take off and leave us in the dust? Mm. So it's an interesting one, eh? Like one part of me I can see is it's a, you know, it's it's a way that humans and machines kind of do this weird symbiotic thing. Mm. But then at the same time, it's like, there's always that thing i guess like okay if i put something in my head now as a context of my head available to the cloud <laughs> yeah that's the worry eh? it's like you, worry. Could, you could potentially get hacked eh? yeah so uh, kind like, of, yeah yeah and and do, do you want like you know i mean we're all we're all human beings and we all have interesting thoughts it's like do we want all of that out on the cloud <laughs> hell no Elon Musk be able to tap into your like subconscious thoughts and everything. Like, yeah. who's I, I don't Elon Musk? So, I, don't, I don't want to get sold stuff in my sleep either. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You get fucking beamed, fucking um, ads for anything <laughs> in your dreams. But what the next thing I wake up in the morning and I'm buying something fucking off this yeah. website and I don't know why. You wake up wanting a new pair of tits, eh? I want new tits. <laughs> or oh, I'm just going to transition into a goat. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> So what was the answer? Yes or no? But there's a discount. For Neuralink, Neuralink B- I would say... At this stage in your life. At, at this stage, I would like to sit back and let other people be the guinea pigs on that one. Nice. <laughs> what about you, Hodjo? What's your thoughts? How much is he paying, Giles? Who? How much is it? Elon. And what? Me? Well, you know me. No, you're, uh, you're paying Elon. Well, no, you, it'd cost you money, I'd say. So I've got to oh, I gotta pay Elon. Yeah, nah, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. You're out. Yeah. Also, it come, for you, it comes down to money. It's not a moral, it's <laughs> no, not a moral no, thing. I, I probably wouldn't do it either way. I think I'd probably do what BMX said, eh? and just sort of sit back and watch, let the first like few thousand million have a go. It's explode. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Let them be sacrificed. <laughs> Can you imagine the implications? Though, like, if you were the, if you had control to like you know fully zombify people because they've all got the implants oh, you can have yeah. a worldwide army at your fingertips within seconds no, 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 like it's definitely got the 1984 tinge fuck yeah <laughs> well oh there's so much shit going on in the world that's got 1984 written all over yeah, i actually think i think we actually i would say if you'd said right now the shit that's going on in the world to mm. me when i was like 20 years old i'd be like fuck off you're, you're yeah. living in yeah. a fantasy yeah and yeah, now Donald, I'm like, now I'm yeah. like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Donald Trump was president. We spent two years inside. You're going to go through a global pandemic and everybody's going to turn into fucking morons. <laughs> oh my God. Everyone's going to have to wear a mask for a flu. Um, 
That's fucked. That's so <laughs> fucked up. That's fucked yeah, up. Yeah, the, the, it felt like the Trump thing was the first absolute ludicrous thing that happened. It was just like I'm calling really? Kanye. Ka- Kanye West is coming. Kanye is going to be oh the next president. Yeah, Kanye. It'll probably be fucking Oprah or someone. Eh, hey? that'd be the worst. <laughs> Hopefully, it'll fuck. be the Rock. Oprah should have a good thing. Oprah could get it. The Rock. Yeah, I'd much prefer the Rock than fucking Oprah. Jesus. What about Tom Cruise? No fucking way with his Scientology, <laughs> with his weird Scientology fucking fetish. <laughs> and, and he's got short man's disease as well. Yeah. Oh, no. Get that guy away. <laughs> that's, that's all the makings of a great fucking term. Oh. All his own stumps, though. That is true. But so did fucking Jackie Chan. I'd prefer Jackie Chan as American president than fucking Tom Cruise. Did you know Jackie yeah. Chan got a start in, um, in uh, soft porn? Did you know that? <laughs> really? <laughs> How do you find this shit out? Yeah, what the fuck is it's his algorithms, mate? It's what he's into. It's Jackie Chan TikTok. Got that. It's not his fucking feed, man. Um, um, what the fuck? What even is soft porn? Do they even fuck? What happened? What goes Sky on one. there? Sky One. Oh, actually, on Sky, there's a, a soft porn. Oh, oh, oh yeah. my god, you drove. No, Don't no, you remember Sky like- One at midnight? Yeah, oh. I, me- I remember that. I remember that. You know, and it was, was all there... just like woman in the car wash, and oh yeah, there's no peenies going to Chinese though, eh? <laughs> was there? Basically, no. no. It's, 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 it's like it's like it's <laughs> what is it? It's kind of like innuendo. It's like you, you know, oh, it's yeah, going yeah, on, yeah. but you don't. It's not. Yeah. It's not like like um, penthouse or something. No, no, no. Oh, did you never watch Sky One at midnight? Back in the late nineties, mid nineties, late nineties. I was too busy being a punk rock fucking legend, bro. In the late nineties, man, (laughs) I didn't have time for TV, bro. (laughs) (laughs) And BMAC was BMAC was training for the BMAC was training for the Mahia Nationals late nineties. He wouldn't have been watching anything. (laughs) Yeah, no, I was. I I had I had like you know how they have those vision boards. You know, I had a vision board and I just had all the pictures of everyone I was going to like knock off. And, you know, I did like the little, you know, stab their eyes out and shit. (laughs) (laughs) Drawing, like um, having those little bits of cotton and wool like linked up with the fucking tacks and everything. Yeah, I'd just be like, you know, I'm going to pick him off him and I'd be like, what's what's his weakness? And then I'd have these little... Little little things I'd written like full fucking um, uh, yeah, weaknesses, weaknesses and strengths. Eh? Yeah, can't yeah, do yeah. it. Can't do a reverse on a left. Um, he can't do rolls. Very good on right. But that that was ba- that was basic. That basically me was like, go left at all costs. <laughs> ah, yes. Oh, we definitely need to have it. We definitely need to talk about the um, the Blacktown go Challenge. Left. The Blacktown Joel, Challenge that you the won. We'll talk, challenge, about that. Yes. we'll talk about that later on. But um, Joel, are you going to intro him? Yeah, fucking fuck. Oh, who cares? We've had a great start. We've talked about fucking Euralynx and and Mongolian rape and TikTok. <laughs> and... Dead dads. Dead dads. Waking up with a pair of fake tits. <laughs> Discounted fake tits. Waking up Speaking of tits, Vmac, can you can you do this with your pickies? The little left, oh, right, yeah, little... look. Yes, wow. the fucking teddy squeeze. Yeah, they're, still, they're still there. They're still there. Yes, good man. Not bad. I'm not. I'm not quite. How old are you now, Joel? Are we the same well, age? I think I might be one year young. I'm 41. Oh, I'm 42. So we're. Yeah, we're 41. 
in the same thing. Fucking so here we go. Here's the classic gag. How old am I? Lost? How old am I? Here we go. Here we go. It's a lie. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, no. I'm still. I still haven't changed. I'm still just you know fucking you know just 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 as ADD as I ever was. Okay, so everyone who's listening out there, thanks for tuning in. Uh, this week's guest is none other than Ben McKinnon. Now, is your full name Benjamin? I was going to ask that question before. Oh, no, it's my full, full name, 1980s, beautiful 1980s name is Benjamin. Yeah. It is Benjamin. And what about Benjamin you, Hodjo? Are you, are you a Benjamin too? I'm a Benjamin, yep. Oh, I, thought of I never the, use um, it though. I never use the Benjamin. Yeah. I thought of the sweet dad joke today when I was driving around the countryside and I was, I was going to say it, so I will say it. Um, yeah, man, like when you're in Jamaica, you're Benjamin? <laughs> Or you just been jamming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You've been jamming or you've been jamming. Oh, so shh. You might need to edit that out. It was bad. It's it's a bad I, I might, I'm probably going to edit that out, to be honest. <laughs> no, don't edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> don't edit that out. So, B, B Mac, Benjamin McKinnon. Have you got a middle name? No, man. My mother didn't love me enough. <laughs> It's, it's the root of all my deep-seated desire yeah, to crush you every got, human being. Have you got mummy issues, bro? Oh, plenty. <laughs> oh, shit. Don't we all? Um, <laughs> so, you're a fucking bit of a legend. What? Where did you grow up? I know I know where, but most people might not know where. Where did oh, you live? I suppose, where did yeah. You... Where did I grow up? I, I guess where I was, you know, birthed into the bodyboarding, you know, land in the, in the, in the mid... Oh, probably, like... 92, maybe 93 was uh, in good old Whanganui and mm. in, in, in like West Coast, North Island, below Taranaki, well known for mongrel mob and black power, um, not for waves. Yeah. <laughs> not known for waves. <laughs> so what was there for waves in Whanganui? Was it like river mouths and just beaches? It's pretty similar setup to Blake Town, actually, but it's the reverse, obviously, hence the yeah. land of the lefts. <laughs> there was a little weird little break wall thing there, right? Eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we've got, we've, got, yeah. we've got the river, and cool. then we've got a break wall, but our, our wave's on the left instead of yeah. the right. So yeah. we're, you know, on the on the left, and you've got a right, and ours is on the right. So it's like your, what's over the other side of your Yeah, boats? Cobden, yeah. Cobden, so yeah. Yours, yeah. So, we had so like yours a, is on the north a, side. Yeah, we had another wave south that was like Cobden, but it was pretty fickle. Mm. And it was like Cobden, it always had a rip and you wanted to hang yourself so you never went and surfed it. But it always looked all right. (laughs) Yeah. But we we had a wave in the river itself. But you got one as well, don't you? Yeah, man. Wave trap. Yeah. Fuck, that's crazy. Yeah, so we had a wave on oh. the we had a left-hander as well on the inside. And it yeah. was actually for some of the earlier years of my bodyboarding, it was actually a pretty sick wave. Like it wow. had a, maybe three little barrel sections on it, would handle up to four foot what? and ramps, but all just like dirty as fuck water, like like grey mouth. Yeah. And then on Crazy. the other side was Morgan Street, which was like the center of the black power and, oh. you know, just covered in driftwood like grey mouth, but we didn't have like rocks. We had black sand oh, yeah. and um, basically just get this like kind of little left wedge, not nothing like the caliber of grey mouth. Like it was all pretty groffly, but you could surf it in onshore, offshore, cross shore. It just always was breaking. Yeah. Oh, 
So, and it had a bit of power to it. And did it pick up swell? You said swell yeah. wasn't an issue. It was always always picked up swell. It never nice. couldn't hand, couldn't handle anything over about three and a half, four foot. Right. And then yeah. it was that was it. It was over. And then you'd go you'd go up to Taranaki and surf like Fitzroy and all that sort of shit. In the groin. What, what is the commute? What's the time distance between the two? Oh, probably like an hour and a half. Oh, that's fuck away. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, like we, we, like, we did yeah. a lot of Taranaki missions. Like we went yeah. to a lot of a lot of ways. Because I, I actually started on a stand-up. That's mm. that's the unknown. So when I first I first went to a surf school when we moved to Wanganui from the Wairapa and I hadn't been surfing. Mm. And I got uh, on a stand-up and I was stand-up surfing for about the first six months. And it was like 94 and like, Everyone I knew at high school, at the new high school, I was going to all bodyboarded. Oh, yeah. And it was like, you know, and they had the hot butter and they had the cuda lines and everyone was fucking cool. And, you know, like every other kid, I was just like, kind of, that's what they were doing. So I started doing it. Yeah. And then I did that more. And then I just got those obsessive traits and then just got more obsessed. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. Um, so who was your crew? Your, um, your inaugural bug crew. Who were the who, oh. was the? who were your mates? Well, when when I first when I first started bodyboarding, there was there wasn't really any bodyboarders there. There was a couple of guys who were like mongrel mob dudes who just sort of just went like this. You know? <laughs> yes. um, and my mum used to freak out because she'd drop me off at the beach and she'd just see like dudes with full neck tats and burned out cars and. And I just knew this was the place that you had to go surf and had the best waves. And so I, you know, had this shitty bodyboard. I remember my first body was worst. And then... What was it? Oh, man, it was like one of those fucking, like, mores, but, like, the slick's, like, not even, like, a proper slick. It's, mm. like, that really <clears throat> flimsy... And it was too... I think it was too small for me as well. Yeah. And I remember like trying to do 360s on it and just bogging all the time. <laughs> and eventually I actually how I got this is the silver so I'll go there. So yeah. how I got my first real bodyboard was um I used to do paper runs, yeah. Yes. And I I saved up for this mountain bike because I used to come from this inland place where everyone just did uh, you know inland things. And I had this really sexy Avanti Montari mountain bike, yeah, that had my little carrier on it for my fucking papers and shit. Mm -hmm. And then one day I left it somewhere and someone nicked it, yeah? And we ended up basically like writing it off like an insurance thing and I had to go to the cop shop to see if it was there. Yeah. And I knew I was going to get a new bodyboard and a new wetsuit if my board bike wasn't there yeah? so i saw my bike at the cop shop and i was like i was like nah it's not there nah, it's not it so so anyway what ended up happening nice. was i got my first bodyboard which was a mike stewart 77 like a proper one Whoa. and and a good witty i think it was like a rip curl like really nice wetsuit and i think i had like i don't know maybe like a pair of like rear pipo bodyboard flippers mm. oh no i had manta blades fuck yes, yes. manta blades had a me pair too. of manta blades me and too and then i and then we my mum got me this 40 dollar piece of shit <laughs> gold painted like 
um, like oh, just like a road bike, but a shit one. All right. And yeah. that was my ride to the beach bike. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of the beginning of when I like had everything I needed to kind of get yeah. into it. Yeah. And it was, it was me for, it was me for a long time. It was, oh, definitely like the first guys were like Richard McKenna, um, another friend of his, John Tunnell, um, this other guy, Mark Tamo. And, but at the start, it was kind of like, I just surfed a lot by myself. Mm-hmm. And I used to watch a lot of videos and stuff and do a lot of weird things like watch videos and try and memorize shit and then go in the water and try and like replay them in my head and shit. Mm. I was just surfing by myself. True. Um, but yeah, it was a heavy place to grow up, man. Like it was. Fuck, it sounds like it. Crikey. It was quite gnarly. Yeah, yeah, it was quite yeah. gnarly. So yeah, I was, I was picturing before like all these mungy guys out there surfing or boogie boarding <laughs> and they would, they'd go out for a wave, would they? Yeah, yeah. Fuck man. Like, <laughs> like, the first, like the, all the mongrel mob guys were surfing back then. Could, you know, could and you they, say? They were, yeah. Sorry, I was, it sounds like could it could have been a bit of an escape. Like it was sounded pretty intense with Fungandui life, with yeah. the whole gang culture. It sounded like it was a bit of an escape. Like yeah. gang members. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think yeah. just in general, like for me, I, you know, like I reckon when I was young, my mum's relationships weren't very good, and for me it was just this way of like yeah man it was just like you go to the beach and you just surfed and everything nothing mattered anymore you know like it's yeah, just like the world the world could be fucked yeah and you could go and surf for five hours until you're a fucking catatonic mess <laughs> and everything would be okay yeah that's awesome because yeah that's <laughs> i think like that's how i found so much solace when i was a younger man with boogie boarding and that because it gave mm. gave you an identity and um also an identity with your friends as well and if there was a shit going on it was such an epic way to be able to escape yeah, you know totally. and just totally. be out there and forget about whatever's going on so yeah it's pretty cool um, okay so richie oh dixie dixie was fucking part of the crew Dick, dixie so dixie was a lot like so oh, just a good so yeah basically a lot of mongrel mob guys like you know, guys getting like, you know, told to leave the surf, guys getting knives pulled on in the surf, wow. like they came from out of town. Wow. Like guys rocking up in the car and full point break styles getting the front Yeesh. of their bonnet pumped and the alternator ripped out and thrown into the surf. It was like, it was a nice place. Yeah, it was, you know, I watched guys get their leg ropes cut. I got watched guys get punched out on the beach. Wow, um, man. And I keep, I keep coming back. I, I kept coming back and like guys would run me over on their on their surfboards and be you know like <laughs> fuck off white boy. And I just kept, kept coming, coming back. back. Good. And then one day I I went to pull off the back of the shore. I was going real fast and I was like, I've got to get off the back of the shore before it closes out. Yeah. Mm. I was like hammering along on my seven seven, you know, and it's like way too big for me because they're all just so thick. Mm. And I went to go off the wave and I mistimed it and I ended up like going off and going like full Epo style, like, you know, holding the board like yeah. out into the flats mm-hmm. and did my first ever air. Yeah. Like I did this yes. full punt out into the flats, landed on the shore and then got washed up on the beach. And one of the mongrel mob dudes was walking his fucking massive fucking rottweiler on the beach. <laughs> yeah. And he saw it. Yeah. And oh. And then basically I was in the surf the next day and he came up and he goes, hey, that was 
there was pretty cool way eh, what you did. <laughs> That's awesome. And then it was like this beginning of like, I just noticed things changed a little bit from there. Mm. Um, but then with Richard, I remember, um, I remember there was these two really, Richard was like such a little fucking like toy boy when he was like a little kid. Like he yeah. was so short and he had those horrible fucking like tips, you know, like those bright bleached <laughs> tips. Frosted tips. Frosted yeah, and he's tips. like, you know, full full middle-class suburbia production, you know. Oh, and and he's got this bodyboard, which is as big as him, yeah. And he's down the beach with his mate. And I'm watching them and I'm like, who are these fucking cunts? You know, who are these cunts? And I just kept an eye, like, and then I kept an eye, I saw them at the beach. And then one day I was at high school and I was waiting for like some food at the tuck shop. And then I heard this little squeaky voice behind me in the crowd and it goes, inflato chest, chicken legs. And I'm like, and I'm like looking around because, you know, I had inflato chest. Yeah, inflato chest chicken legs because they had the skinniest legs and the biggest rib cage. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. So I turn around and I was like, that was directed at me, obviously. And I was about 15 then. And I turn around and then there's this little fucking child with the fucking tips thinking he's the funniest motherfucker in the world. But it was really interesting because after that, I had this respect for him. Mm. And then I started to kind of like take him and his mate on surf trips when I got my first car. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was right, basically so that's, like that's how it began. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. Cool. I didn't. But, I didn't know that mm. Richard uh, grew up in Fuganui. That's that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Richard. He was another another good drop knee. Uh, John Tunnel. Both Richard and Richard and John were were, you know, were great drop knees. Like they. They were really into it. There was another local guy, Mark, who drop kneed a little bit. So there was a bit of a thing there. I was like the world's most horrific drop kneer. So just gave up straight away. Oh, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> drop knee's not dead, man. You can make a comeback. I took, I took Richard on a lot of trips. I took I took, I took him on a lot of on a lot of trips. I used to I used to take him to the other beach across the the river, which is about a 15-minute drive in my old uh Ford Escort, and um, oh, nice. I used to charge for like fifty cents or something. I'd be like, I'll take you to the other <laughs> beach. It's fifty cents each, which was like pretty decent back then. It was like probably two liters of petrol. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Like, oh, yeah. I'd drive them around there. Fifty cent, you tight can't. Yeah, and then, and then, <laughs> then I'd spend the whole drive with the car. Like there was this dirt road for about ten k into the beach. Yeah, and I just spent the whole ten k with the car sideways, 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 <laughs> and these two motherfuckers in the back just about crying. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Okay, cool. So you started off pretty much as a lone wolf, and then then got the other boys into into. Yeah, well. yeah. I was always lone wolfy. Like I played yeah. some, I played some team sports, but I, you know, probably had like you know fucking daddy and mummy issues and didn't want to rely on anyone didn't yeah. like it when people let me down i like just being fucking i'm yeah. gonna do this and it's my my thing so i was always gravitated to a lot of individual pursuits mm. but it's good because i now look on like the years bodyboarding and all the people i met and i kind of can see now i'm older i was so focused on the bodyboarding yeah but it's interesting now that i look back my best memories are not of the bodyboard. Oh. 
itself the people yeah oh yeah 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 it's bodyboarding related yeah 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 so like it's it's related to the bodyboarding but at Mm -hmm. the time i was always like you know just laser beaming you know Mm -hmm. i want to be the best i want to win i want to be the best and it was interesting looking back now i'm just like fuck you know there were so many great things that i got to experience had i not been a bodyboarder and had i continued Mm -hmm. in just individual pursuits and things like that because yeah, the first time yeah. I met you, the first time I met you was the Mahia Nationals, and we've talked about this fabled contest many times on this podcast. Oh, Mahia um, Nationals is like a fucking this is this is yeah, that just uh, continues to. Yeah, it's honestly, I reckon we could talk about this for years, just inter- interviewing people and getting their um, getting their little uh, wee thoughts on it. Because I remember, I don't know whose house we were at, but I remember. Um, I don't know if I saw you. I think I did. We were getting we were getting like the crews together for an early morning strike mission. Um, yeah, yeah. So this pre, was pre, pre-comp or something. Pre-comp. We were in yeah, Gisborne. Yeah. We hadn't gone to Mahia yet. And I think might, Bromley might have been at the same house that you were at. And I was going around to pick them up or something. I was picking hmm. up the crew. And I remember picking up the crew. And I and um, <laughs> I can't remember who said it, but someone was like, Fuck man, Ben McKinnon's been up since 5 a.m. stretching. What the fuck's going on? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, has he? Oh, that's fucking weird. What the fuck? So these guys are from Greymouth, Ben. They didn't even know what stretching was. Eh? No, no, was no, 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 no. They well, stretching. I'm, I'm worse enough than Greymouth. So. That sounds like definitely my. I, I kept that up for a long time. I remember when I went like. Oh, you know, I, I used to get up and like just have this religious one hour stretch off in the darkness, yeah. you know, like it was it was a, it was a way that I, you know, I was one of those guys that like some guys feed off like all of the interaction with each other. Mm, and yeah, I was the me. opposite, like I had to kind of go down into this sort of blinkers on place. Almost like a meditative and, state almost, you know. Yeah, you know, and it's get in this weird zone and mm. I mean, it's an interesting one. Like a lot of it was like a mental preparation. And a lot of it was too, like I've had a lot of problems with my body with injuries and back problems since I was young. So it was like Mm. wanting to feel really relaxed and my body feel really loose. Yeah. Um, But yeah, also too, it was just like, it was just like, I think it was like a mental preparation. Maybe too, it was like, it's interesting hearing your take on it because I'm doing it. Yeah, you're in the zone. Now, but now it's interesting, like hearing it because it's kind of like this, like now look at him, like oh man, even it's like there's a degree of like fucking with your competitors, you know? Yeah. Because like, <laughs> you know we we would have all talked about that. Yeah. About, yeah, yeah. about you, like whoa, fuck, he's been stretching since five a.m. Yeah, this cut's fucking out of hand. Yeah, and like <laughs> I was never in your league, so I wouldn't, I didn't give a fuck. I just thought, oh man, that's weird. But I bet you some of those other prone guys would have been like, oh fuck. Oh, oh, I'm not stretching at 5 a.m. Oh no, it's gonna happen. <laughs> I'm hungover. <laughs> yeah, every day. Honestly, honestly, I don't think I don't think everyone was taking it as seriously as I was. No. Maybe, maybe Jared Ferris. <laughs> yeah, Jay Fizz. How did you go in that comp? I can't remember. Oh, uh, I think I think I was there with uh, G Murdoch. Nice. Gav yeah. Murd. So I think Gav Murd took me down because I had a relationship with Dale Sattler and Luke McPake from Raglan. So my oh, first yeah, yeah. my first sponsor was 
through Wave Rebel through a guy, Dale Settler and Ragland. Right. And then he was getting in boards and then and he knew Gavin Murdoch from Auckland. So Gavin took me down to the comp. Well, I think I got to got to Auckland or Ragland and Gavin mm. got me. Um, and I think like that stage, like the you know, Cameron Hurst and those guys were the mm. the the untouchables. Yeah, you know, and you had yeah. Dave Campbell and Gav, yeah. Mur- and you know, Gav Mood had his like yeah, the Auckland A team. Yeah, the Auckland A team, and so I remember like being, you know, I'm gonna fuck this party up or something. Yeah, 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 cool. But but I didn't. I think um, I Cam was surfing real well. I think I might have got to the finals or something. Mm. I think it was the Paradas. Were the Paradas there? That's right, because yeah. there was yeah. the amazing thing where another bodyboarder from Wanganui, which was, you know, the guy used to wear the goggles? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, so he, was from, he was from Wanganui. Yeah. Oh, so true. He, yeah, so he was from Palmerston North and used to come to Wanganui. And him uh, and his brother yeah. used to come. And I used to tell him to fuck off back to fielding. <laughs> so they, they'd rock up. Awesome. Yeah, I, was, I was fucking hectic because... <laughs> I, I, when I, when I first started surfing, the mongrel mob dude started being nice to me and then I just fucking went skit. So it was like, this you took on, you up. took on their power. You're oh, like, oh, yeah, I've got the, yeah. so I've got the, the mongrel yeah. mobs back in. I'm good. Yeah, I'm yeah, good. Yeah. And I was, I was, yeah. a, I was an angry little boy. Like, yeah, so, right. you know, yeah. like I, this, this, these guys, this guy rocks up and he's from out of town. He comes in and starts snaking everyone and taking waves and he drops in on me and I'm like, all right, you know, I'll let it go. And then, he drops in on me again and he, he turns and his surfboard just misses my face. Like the night, and just like the old days where the boards were like fucking daggers. Yeah. 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 And he just <laughs> missed me. And so I came up and he started going off at me. Yeah. So I basically just like went straight up and rushed him, grabbed him by the hair, yes. pushed him underwater, punched him in the face two times. <laughs> and then he came up and then I told him to get the fuck out of here like to leave hey. so this, this guy was like 25 and i was like 16 and i told <laughs> yes. him to leave leave the beach and the guy left and then Amazing. the whole all the guys started clapping in the surf oh wow and so then the next day i'm out there one of the big mongrel mob guys comes up to me and he goes it was, it was like there were these guys who were like you know, obviously the most badass motherfuckers yeah top of the people like yeah and he's like I heard what you did yesterday, boy. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy was like, he just came and get pat me on the back and he goes, anyone does anything to you, you tell me, we have no problem. And it was like, <sighs> it was like, I will fuck anyone up. Yeah. So my first comp, my first big comp was in Taranaki. And I went up there, it was all Greg Roebuck and Corn and all Korn, those guys. The boys, yeah. And I rocked up and I've been working on, you know, like, I was going to do ARSs because nobody did ARSs. <laughs> so I've cool. been like doing the worst ARSs of all time. But, I've been doing <laughs> but know, still like making just, them. Just flopping them, you know, flopping yeah, them yeah. hard. Yeah. You know, was no, that was pre-style. There was no style here. Yeah, just and make the move. Like, Who cares about style? Just do flop them. So I'm flopping yeah. these bad boys. And anyway, I'm at the comp and I'm up there by myself because my mum dropped me off and then about halfway through, I'm getting through all the heats and like no one knows who I am. Yeah. Mm. And I'm just just doing kind of, I was doing some pretty cool shit, like ugly but cool. Yeah. And um this fucking van rocks up, yeah. And 
all these dudes start getting out of the van. It's the fucking mongrel mob. Oh, so the wow. mongrel mob rocked up at Taranaki at the comp. They found Come support out you. To support me, yeah? That's so, so cool. At, at this comp, and I'm living off, I think the whole comp I lived off like raro juice mix, you know? I just was sucking on raro juice mix the whole time, pumped on sugar. And I got to the final, and I'm like, I'm going to fuck up, you know, Greg Roebuck, and I just start flopping out these ARSs. Nice. And the mongrel mob dudes think I've won, yeah? Oh. And I didn't. I think I came like second or third or something. Oh, they're shit. going off. They're like fucking like no oh. fucking fucking one. And I was just oh, like, oh god. no. So it was like this bizarre thing. And then like in some sense, when I went back to Wanganui, because nothing happens in Wanganui, it's fucking mm-hmm. you know small pond with big fish. Yeah. It was just like I was like the king of the bodyboarding in Wanganui. Yeah, and so I turned into this like little monster where like guys would rock up, and I just you know, I remember this old guy dropped in on me with his family. He's in speedos, just full gunning it down the face on a fucking you know I don't know whatever just yeah. piece of shit, floppy yeah. piece of shit bodyboard. And he comes down the face, knocks into me as I'm trying to bottom turn. <laughs> Doesn't mean to man, he's just a kook, yeah. Yeah, and I just come up and I'm just like, fucking leave the beach. And I'm send I send this guy. He's like 35 with two kids and his wife. And I send I send them out. Like I'm Whoa. like you are leaving this beach. Like heavy. I was like heavy man. Like you, you got you, yeah. You were like like I was like. I think it's probably what led me into like the yoga meditation thing because I was just such a yeah. fiery little yeah. angry you know, daddy issues. Yeah, and so having having the backing of the mob, like, you just would have felt, like, invincible. Oh, you thought you invincible. Yeah, yeah. Like, when you're that, you're that age, you're real impressionable. Like, yeah. So, oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. Thank you, shit. Yeah. But it's interesting, yeah. I saw them actually, I went back to New Zealand and, oh, I did a, I did a, I did a nostalgia trip through the cool. North Island in 2020, just before all COVID hit. And a lot of those, all those old guys, gone man, they've all got hepatitis C or fucking, you know, they're all IV Junk, users, junked out, yeah, they're all junked out, man, they're all yeah, fucked, they got diabetes, they're all kind of cooked, they're not surfing, they're not surfing, nah. Mama. But it was interesting, like looking at, yeah, like it's interesting that era. I think when you met me, it was just like I just wanted. I think when I won, everything was good. And when you I did that win, feeling, yeah, I just won that feeling, man. And the more mm. I got that feeling, the more I felt like good about life. So then I just chased it like mm. a full, you know, monster. So when it comes to <laughs> when it comes to competition, did you just start off like most of us and like scholastics and that, or nah, nah, man, oh. nah, I didn't do any of that. Like oh, I, I, came, I came from like a hardcore athletic background. Yeah, and so I used to do. I I was like a pretty hardcore, like national level fifteen hundred meter runner when I was in my early teens. And I because yeah, I remember hearing. Sorry to interrupt. I remember hearing that yeah. you were a sprinter, but no, were oh, you more no, of a middle, yeah, that, were you more of a middle that, distant? That, or is that a piss that's pain? another story? That's oh, that's a, that's yeah. But we'll get to that story because <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. The, what I love about <laughs> you is there's like there's like the phases of BMAC. Like you've got like, I don't know, about six or seven phases, probably more that I don't even know about. There's been many more phases. There's been many more. It hasn't stopped. Okay. It hasn't stopped. Okay, I'm, so I'm you started off as I'm currently as a, as a, in the, 
the bus life <laughs> yoga teacher twin fin surfing um, nice. phase right now <laughs> and trying hey, to channel Kelly cool. Slater since I lost my hair that <laughs> <laughs> sounds cool um, yeah, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, so middle distance, sure. middle distance, middle distance running was. Yeah, I, I was very good, and then I ended up with knee issues, and that's mm. what actually got me into bodyboarding because I couldn't run it at, at the time. True. So I started going into bodyboarding, and I pretty much just went to like a Taranaki. It was like a national. It was like a national oh. comp. Yep. So I pretty much just went straight to a national comp. No competition background. There was Greg Robach. The Paradas were there. Mm. Um, you know, Santa Tunga Row were in full force. Cool. Corn um, was the drop knee, you know, king. King, yeah. And, and I was just like, I'm going to fuck this party up. And I'm nice. like, I just rocked up and I just existed on Raro all day and did yeah. floppy RSs. You know, oh, no so, that was, so that comp with the mob that was, the was that your first? Yeah. Was that your first? That was comp? the beginning. Yeah. Oh, crazy. And what was that, like 97 or something or 98? Oh, yeah, that would have been like 90, I reckon probably like 96 or 95. Shit, I'd only crazy. been bodyboarding for about, I reckon two years, about maybe. two years. Mm. Yeah, because when I first started, I was fucking atrocious bodyboarder, actually. It was really weird. Like, it's like mean, something clicked we all, after. We, we all start shit. What do you mean? Yeah, <laughs> something clicked about a year and things started to happen. Yeah. But um. I think it was pretty much after that, and then I think I I went to where was the where was the Mahia Nationals? That, that was, was like ninety nine or two thousand nine. Yeah, so I no, think it was I, it was ninety nine. It was like it was it was the transition actually. I think the comp was in like early January because the Blacktown mm. boys they came up. Yeah, ninety eight into ninety nine. No, it was ninety nine to two thousand. Because I remember we, we all had the like Gisborne was the the first place to see the sun for the new millennium, uh, you know, because <laughs> literally it was, it, it is the first place in the country, in the world to, to see the sun. So that was like, it's, it's I didn't actually know that. There you go. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? But yeah, so that was, yeah. So 99, 2000 was the Mahia. So you'd been, so you'd been doing a few comps lit before that. Oh yeah. I think I'd done like, when did I do, I, I did my first, I went to Hawaii, I think. And was it, I think I'd been to Hawaii and and earlier in that year or some shit. Sure. But '99 was my first season. I remember in Hawaii, and I went and did the trials. Yeah. And I think I bombed in the trials, but then the next year I got I got directly out of the trials because they used to use your New Zealand ranking in some meeting. Yeah, you could get seeded and, through almost, eh? And that was probably like the best I ever did. Like the waves That's weren't right. too big. Um, I think my, my claim to fame was I knocked Hardy out or something. Yeah, like it was. There was. It was. It was. It did was you, like. Did you make the quarters or something that year? Yeah, something yeah. crazy, man. It was actually like the waves were perfect. It was like three to four foot, super rampy. I was just banging out like big flips, but you know, cool. just haggard. But again, it was the style thing hadn't really come into full force yet, so. Mm. I was in that mold of like, you know, I used to idolize GT or Tamaga. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I was, I was, I used to fucking, I, I adored, you know, I wanted to drive bodyboards like GT until cool. I started bodyboarding. I stopped bodyboarding from maybe 2001 to 2006. And 
when I came back, I went back to my to mega days and realized that, you know, you can't do that anymore. It's not socially acceptable. And I had to, <laughs> I had to, I had to, I had to reinvent myself in that yeah. second phase, which was like the isolated phase. And, yeah. yeah. So um, that's quite interesting, eh? Because like, when I was growing up with the, with the Boog crews, you know, we'd all have our favorite boogers, you know, and my, yeah. my, fla- my flavors were always the versatile guys. Like I used to idolize Fred Booth. And yeah, like yeah. Cole Maligro. Cole Maligro. Yeah. But um all the no friends films, you know. Yeah, but then like you'd you'd talk to people and, and they'd say, Oh, I love Tamaga. And you're like, What? Oh, really? Oh. It was I feel like, like you guys, I feel like Blake Town always had like though, mm. you know, you had Smitty, you had you, you had bloody um oh. ads. Yeah, ads and Bruce, everybody was Bruce's, like knowing across the legs and doing. Oh, not me, know, but you, those boys. Yeah, no, no, definitely. but you know, like they yeah. were all the prone dudes who did everything, and mm. then you were like the good drop near dude who did everything, and so there was like this air of like you know, like it was the the style capital, I reckon, of New Zealand. I think so, and I think it comes down to probably Smitty leading that charge. Eh? Mm. He he was very analytical. He would. You know, rewatch vid sections and just imitate yeah, like yeah, yeah. kind of like what you did like just absolutely get obsessed and just watch sections over and over again <laughs> of his favorite bodyboarders and they were all australian bodyboarders and i feel oh, he like was, he was an amazing for his era like him yeah. and Dwayne parada were yeah. like so far ahead of and ads like i didn't yeah. see much of ads in his time yeah but what I did sort of see through footage and that, and then of the paradas in real life, especially Dwayne, it was like they were, you know, five years ahead of everything at the mm. time. Yeah. You know, I was just, I was just like, hit the biggest section you fucking can. Like, yeah. That and was that's my where style. That Tamaga, that Tamaga vibe was coming yeah, through. Yeah. Just hit, yeah. hit it and just make it happen. That's cool. You know, so, um, <laughs> classic. So the fucking, the 2001 to 2006, was that the bike phase? That was, that was that was the phase that you're thinking of. Yeah. Oh. So that was that was where this is what happened. This is where so basically <laughs> I'm I'm bodyboarding. I've done a couple of stints to Hawaii. I think mm. I went and did a car comp in Sintra in Portugal. Cool. And oh. and I was going all right, but you know, I was getting aggravated with judging and like I, I wanted to go back to a sport where it was like, you know, if you cross the line first, you're the winner. It's not yeah. like well, not subjective. Judged. Yeah, yeah, and I remember, I remember being like, "Oh man, I was such an amazing runner when I was, you know, fourteen. I'm going to go back to running, and ah, I'm going to be a, phase. you know, I'm going to be a, I'm going to be a sprinter, you know, sprinter like, phase. And, and, and I'm like, and I'm like, I'm like, you know, I'll, I'll just believe I can do it, yeah. yeah. So I'll, I'll go into the sprinter phase, and I'm hitting the gym real hard, and I'm yeah. like not bodyboarding at all. And I'm just doing all my freaky getting training. those fucking getting those chicken legs bulked up, getting those chicken legs bulked up. So, anyway, yeah. can't me. I'm like, I've been fucking doing so much training, I'm gonna have a sprint with Cam Hurst, yeah. Just <laughs> yes, so, I remember the story, yeah. I remember so the like, story. Me, I'm like, yeah, man, I'm gonna fucking let's go, man. This is like early sprinter phase, like six months in, you know. And I, <laughs> I get, I get this thing, like, you know, I can, I mean, it's one of the good things about me is that I can believe so much that something's going to happen but sometimes mm. it's it's good to accept that you're just not good at it <laughs> so exactly i'm i go and get the sprint with cam hurst he smokes me yeah 
And like, I'm just like, fucking cannot believe that Cam Hurst just left me, you know? But Cam Hurst is like a specimen of a man. Yeah, he is. Great genetics. He's great genetics. He's He could he could do anything, you know? This he guy. can. He's a freak. You know? He's yeah. a ninja now. Yeah. He's a full, <laughs> yeah, black belt. Something. Yeah. Um, see, he smokes me, and then I'm left kind of just like disillusioned. <laughs> and so I go, I'll go back to middle distance running. So I actually started training under Arthur Lydiard. The Whoa. big yeah, so ah, I met Arthur Lydiard. Not people that noticed. So I actually yeah. went to Arthur Lydiard's house in the North Shore. I think he was living. And this was like he's an old motherfucker now. Yeah. And I, I met with him and he was like gonna start training me. He was a fucking interesting dude, like yeah. definitely a bit tweaked. Yeah, he's a was he? yeah. But yeah, and he had the youngest girlfriend, which was real fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> He's like 80 <clears throat> and his wife's like 35. And I'm like, Whoa. what the fuck? Yeah. <clears throat> He's obviously his, been, remind remind everyone what was his thing. Oh got, yeah. So Arthur, got, Arthur Lydia trained Peter Snell. That's right. And Peter Snell is like kind of New Zealand's greatest Olympian middle distance. Broke broke the yeah. mile record. Yeah, you got under, under four. Famous um, for training around and you know in the hills around Auckland where they would run them for five hours, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I start getting back into long distance running, and cool. it's kind of like because I had changed physically from when I was younger, I didn't have the physique you needed for that. You had to be smaller, and so I started going back to swim training with a Polish coach which evolved into triathlons. And then I went and brought this shitty road bike. So I'd start doing some road training. Yeah. Yeah. And so anyway, I get, I start doing the road training and after about, I don't know, three months of riding a road bike, I'm like, I need to go and do a bike race. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm back in Wanganui now. I've come from Auckland. I'm living in Wanganui. I'm training to be the next Olympian. <laughs> and, you know, whatever it's going to be, like, okay, it's not sprinting. 100, it's yeah. going to be middle distance running. If it's not middle distance running, it's going to be triathlon. You know, like, I'm just obsessed. <laughs> yeah. And then fucking I walk up to this bike race, and it's a local club race. And one of the guys in there is, like, a, a Commonwealth-level cyclist. Like, he's a good yeah. cyclist. Yeah. yeah. And I end up getting this bike race and end up getting in a full-blown sprint at the end with this guy. Yeah. Like, yeah. and it's like I discover that I'm actually a really, really good cyclist. Like I was ah. like, oh fuck, I'm actually quite good at this. Nice. So, you know, then that just set me off on the full obsession, you know. The so full I was cycle phase. just yeah. um cycling gonna get Commonwealth Games, gonna get Commonwealth Games. <laughs> and I was training like that even through when I got invited to the um, I did the isolated comp, I think, mm. in 2005, I think. Yeah. And that was like, I had hardly, I hadn't bodyboarded, man. I remember like going, oh, I should do some bodyboarding before it. And I went surfing out Morgan Street a couple of times. Mm. And I still had the bike. I think I brought the bike with me yeah. to the to the famous um, hall. You know, I've and, heard all these stories as well about you know, like, and I used you, to ride the bike to yeah. the surf and Hayden Parsons, and that would like that would be like, no way you're going to be able to ride your bike from the hall to skid marks, yeah. And wasn't it a road bike, like thin? It was a road and bike, shit? and I rode it on off road to with my bodyboard on my back oh my all God. the way to skid marks. It was a fucking horrible ride. Yeah. Um, there's a there's footage actually on one of Hayden's videos of him mm. coming up behind me. 
with the camera and I'm on the bike. I remember remember that footage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so that was when I was, I'm going to be the cyclist. Now, what Um, colour was that bike? Now, I'm going to fluke this. Was it yellow? No. The yellow bike, the yellow bike. No, it was probably just black and white, man. Oh, yeah. For some reason, picture yellow in my head. No, I don't think it was. If you see the footage, you can probably tell me, but I can't remember. I think it was black and white. But that that was, that hall was like, Fuck man, that was like that. I mean, that hall's probably come up for 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 sure. That hall, that isolated hall. Jesus Christ, that place was wild west. We talked, <laughs> yeah, we we talked about we talked to Goose about about the events eh, and how just gnarly it was of all the fucking um, was it Lion Red? Um, yeah. So have you have you heard the story? Because I I I was very you know I'm not I don't drink. You know? No. Yeah. Yeah. No. You're no. Quite straight. You're quite straight. Yeah. So yeah, I was very straighty. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And. Um, and anyway, they had this big table in the middle of the, the place. Yeah? yeah. And every time someone drank a can, they had to put it on the table. Yeah. And so mm. it starts making this sort of castle pyramid. Yeah. pyramid. Yeah. Or whatever, yeah. like a big keg thing. And um, if you knocked one over, you had to drink what you knocked over. Oh, no. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I wake up one morning to take a piss oh, and I'm no. half asleep and I end up knocking into the table. Oh, and I knock man. over something like, I don't know, 10 cans or something, yeah? And, like, Wellesley, the fuck it, like, oh, straight yeah. away wakes up. Like, he just hears it, gets <laughs> up, and he's, like, counting how many I've done. Oh. Like, I'm trying, I'm trying to hide it. And fucking, I think that day I had to drink, like, it was maybe, like, 10 in the morning, and we just lined up all of the cans and tipped them into glasses, Yeah. And mm. I just basically had to chug through them. It took me about half an hour, I reckon, to drink every single one. Oh, and man. I had been drinking. <laughs> and I remember just the rest of the day, like, trying to free surf, being fucking completely written off it. I think we were at Midrock or something. And I just was just nearly vomiting in the water. Your body would have been in such shock, eh? Oh, I was fucking, I was cooked, man. I was cooked. Yeah, I was cooked. Oh, well, so, yeah, you went to, so that was 2005, eh? Isolated, cool. And did you... How many isolates did you get to go to? Did you go a couple? I think I got, I did the one where, who won, who won that one, the, the, the 2005 one? It was, was it Wellesie? Like, no. I think it was, was it Wellesie or would I, remember the one that Jay Fez won? Yeah. Is that, that the first one? Not. I think that was the first one oh, that, he, was it? that he won. Yeah. Mm. And then but there, there was, I did the 2005 and the 2006. And I think I might have even done the 2007. Oh no, I think I did. I think I did the 2006 and the 2007. The 2005 with its stallions with John Diamond and yeah, yeah. So I did 2006, 2007. 2007 was the one where Hardy came. Yeah, yeah, that's big, right. The big dinner plates, free surf sessions, eh? Yeah, yeah, where they actually um, surf dinner plates properly. <laughs> Yeah, he showed he showed everyone what the fuck, what how to how to ride that way, babe. Oh, I think I think crazy. for them, I think for them, dinner place was a novelty way, babe. Yeah, it looked like a pinchy kind of thing for them, eh? It was just like oh, whatever. Yeah. But those boys, um, they they set some heavy ways, man. Yeah, because so you 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 moved to Dunno's, right? Yeah, that's that's so that was on the back of the whole. Um, you know, Mr. Olympia thing. So, you know, like, yeah, I'm, sorry, I'm, I'm jumping ahead. So what happened with the, um, no, no, no. So anyway, what, what is happening is I'm, I'm training in the Commonwealth games. I'm trying to get yeah, to the Commonwealth face. games 
And yeah. I'm I'm real good at like you know the guys who ride like the Euro bikes with the funny helmets. Mm. I'm really good at that. That's like my yeah. thing. And the, so like, the, the, sh- the 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 curved like sort the of... curvy stuff. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. the curvy stuff. Mm. And so I'm I'm I if I can qualify, I can get a shot. So I'm like at the nationals, and the nationals is in Dunedin in 2000 ah. and 2006 right. so i'm in dunedin later on after the isolated for that and i'd mm. been out training i don't know a few weeks before and i used to do these mammoth like five hour rides hail or shine you know crazy hills like lance armstrong was my hero you know i'm True. fucking lance armstrong and <laughs> um i ended up just cooking mm. myself basically like uh. trained so hard that i just blew my body apart like i started oh, a lot of problems with like chronic fatigue and stuff oh, fuck. yeah and i got really ill and it was just before oh. the nationals and oh, then no. i went to the nationals in dunedin and yeah. i think i came like oh i think i had to middle and i ended up coming like fifth or something in the time oh, trial and i had pretty much spent like you know four years of my life obsessed mm. and the whole thing just fell apart like i remember just being like I'm tired. My body doesn't work. Work. Yeah. I haven't. I haven't got to this goal. And then it was Chris Hubbard's brother. It was was it Chris? It was Chris Hubbard's brother. Yeah. So Chris Hubbard's brother used to live in Dunedin, mm-hmm. and Chris Hubbard's brother took me bodyboarding. He's like, oh, I've got a bodyboard. Um, I'll take you to Allen's Beach. Yeah. So it took me to Allen's Beach and I had been bodyboarding. Like since I did the isolated and then that was kind of it. And I remember going to Allen's Beach. It was cold as fuck. It was mm. pumping though. And mm. I remember going out bodyboarding with him and doing a few good pumps. And I remember just kind of on the back end of feeling so negative about the whole cycling thing. I actually felt real happy. Yeah. And that was kind of like a big turning point for me where I was just like, fuck man i've spent the last you know four or five years chasing this thing and it, and it hasn't worked out and it's left me a, a wreck and so now i'm gonna i just want to go and i just want to bodyboard but i don't want to bodyboard like i i it was quite pure at that stage like i didn't i didn't care about the winning thing anymore it was like i just want to bodyboard because i really enjoy it and i want to bodyboard because i really like seeing myself progress as a personal thing and so that was that was why I moved to Dunedin, and that sort of was the beginning of kind of hooking in with the Dunno's crews, and and later on like Chris Garden and all those guys. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing those, um, doing, and that's when you started doing doing more of those deep south missions, eh? and yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I loved I loved PK. Like PK was my my love. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What it been? What did you do like when you were doing the competitive cycling and and bogging? Like did did the sport support you or did you have to sort yourself out the booking thing was like like i mean when i had sponsors some of them would cough up a bit of money for tickets um you know obviously gear was free um seventh wave i was sponsored for for a while with wetsuits and they were actually really good as far as like wages and that you would there's nothing like that happening man it was all Mm. like i think i think when i was like in that phase of like the pipeline days after I left school and and doing lots of comps, I was working as a pizza delivery boy. <laughs> and I used to I used to train I used to train for my Hawaii trips like during while I drove the car. 
So I do I did all my breath hold training while I drove the car. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome! <laughs> <laughs> so I used to, I used to do all of my training in the car. So like I'd go and do like you know because it was it was a casual gig. You just you know you work or you don't work, and mm. you know you get paid per piece delivery. And um, yeah, man, I'd just drive along and I'd start off like, you know, I'm going to go to Hawaii in four months. And then I'd start off with a stopwatch, you know, like, okay, one and a half minutes, you know, and then I'd just work that up, work that up, work that up over the course. And it was Mm -hmm. getting out of hand, man. Like I was getting up to these like, you know, four minute breath holds in the car while I'm driving, (laughs) delivering pizzas to to the point where like, there was a few times I nearly blacked out. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Oh, jeez. Oh, uh, yeah, and then cy- cycling, cycling, I just worked as a cycle mechanic. So I, I trained as a cycle mechanic, and then that was kind of the main way I got money. Cycling, oh. there's there's not much money in it. Like, I got a lot of free gear, which was worth a lot of money. And that's actually in 2007. I sold all that gear after living in Dunedin for about six months, and I kind of did this big kind of solo nine month 10 month kind of world trip thing where i went to mexico for like six months and then i cool. was in chile and um went to, went to the cook islands for the first time went to hawaii mm. again and that kind of funded that whole thing really which was like a big it was kind of like a bit of a like i don't know man you kind of go on like a bit of a find yourself experience it was kind mm. of like that i suppose yeah because yeah. um yeah, because you've, you've been so competitively driven for fucking so oh, long since of your life. Yeah, and then having a nice little break where you just, okay, I'm going to go and surf just to surf and actually just Just enjoy. to just, you know, still push myself. Like, I'm still very internally competitive. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, like I, I got into, like, I bodyboard still heaps now. Like, I, I was went for a surf down Black Rock a few weeks ago, but I, I did start writing the dreaded stand-up about three years ago mm. and it's interesting eh? because one part of me it's been kind of cool because i suck and it's that refinding having to be a kook again i know but then it's, it's also like there's that thing of doing something and you know there's a lot to be said for like when i was young it was like the end result is me winning Whereas it changed from the end result as me watching my surfing and feeling that I enjoy like what it looks like. Mm. So it became more of like, is my surfing looking the way I want it to be? And I used to have what I saw in my head and I wanted to kind of make that happen in the real world. So that was, that was, a, that was a big shift. It was still competitive in another way though. Yeah. I don't, I don't begrudge you, man, for picking up the stand up. Um, I've, I've got a soft top, eh, Hodjo? And, <laughs> I'm, I'm good, man. I'm, I'm real good. He's yeah. real oh, good. Well, you're, you're from the DK. Like, look, look at Kingy, man. Fucking, he's ripping. No, well, no, no, I'm not. I'm so bad. It's so. It's funny, Ben, because I've been standing up for about ten years now. Like, I just got so sick of, like, because I was mostly Christchurch based for a long time. So I just got yeah, so sick so of trying to write. Yeah, yeah. So, but oh. then, like, I. I've had intermittent breaks, like when I lived on the coast. I, I just like spent six years living on the coast um, recently, and then I've just only moved back to Christchurch, and so I barely stood up for that six years. But when I'm here, it's all I do. Anyway, I got I managed to convince Jolin 
to to buy one. <laughs> so Look, man, one. you gotta be like I it's actually funny. I'm better at stand up than I am at booging. A lot of guys who are shit. A lot of guys I reckon who are like I've seen guys who were not great bodyboarders and they get on stand-ups and they they're quite reasonable on stand-up, yeah. Whereas like mm. I found the opposite, like I can like I can go along, I can do some snaps and stuff. Like, I look like I can surf now, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. like, but the thing is, is like, I I look at like how I could bodyboard, and it's just like I'm a sort of fucking kook. Like, you know, I'm just I'm just a, an average Joe in the water, you know. Mm. And that's that's a bit depressing sometimes. I think it's just <laughs> it's like when you nat- naturally like how your body can naturally coordinate or something like that because mm. I've always found it really tough to coordinate like any ability I have with the book I'm really proud of like yeah, I can yeah. do the odd little reverse and a couple of rolls here and there I've done the odd invert in my life done a couple of ARSs you know like but I'm, I can ride a, a barrel pretty well mate so you got a good barrel good barrel skill, yeah I, I can still barrel skills. I can, good you know, I, so I'm, I'm proud of those abilities but as soon as I picked up the, the stand up I just like like naturally felt so much more coordinated on it and like i know some some of the things i've done on that are like so much better but it, I, what i was talking about though was i convinced jolin to fucking get a stand up and i was like mate you're such a good you're so good at drop me you gotta pick it up straight away I thought, I thought you would have. I thought you would have picked it up like he's that. He's so bad. It's so, I'm so bad, man. Really? I'm so bad. But no. So this is the weird thing, and it's no excuse. Um, it's I'm goofy on a skateboard and a snowboard, so I've started to learn um, goofy on a, on, a, on a surfboard. Um, but of of course, I'm I'm natural and drop me. So I've got this so weird, weird thing going on. Um, no, no, weird, that, that happened. That happened to me. Like I'm I'm natural. Oh, yeah. I'm a I'm a goofy on drop me, but I'm oh, a natural yeah. on a stick. Ah, right there you go. Yes, yeah. so it does. So happen, I, I hate I hated right handers as a bodyboarder, and, and now all I surf is right handers <laughs> on a stick. Sweet. It's really funny. Yeah. Like it's like yeah. I'm actually I, I just love right handers now, but only on stick. Oh, that's cool. Oh, you got the best of both worlds. <laughs> so when I can actually learn to actually get up more than twenty percent of um attempts i'm probably going to enjoy standing oh, up the a lot pop-ups more. the worst the pop-up oh, he, is yeah like, he's got yeah. the he's got the wrong gear though he bought a five foot soft top or something oh like no that, your board's you too know. small man board's yeah, too yeah. Five, i bought a five eight fucking j-o-b yeah. <laughs> it's too small i took go I, and get, I go and get one of the off. drag the drag ones man yeah. <laughs> yeah, got, get, get a get a drag like a six foot drag you'll be fine but when I've when I've the, the the small amount of times that I've gotten up, I can actually go along and attempt cutbacks. That's fun. But um, yeah. what I love what I love about it is, and you would have felt the same. Um, B Mac is just the humbling experience of being, oh, just being like a kook again, being a kook yeah. again, and like all my ego is completely shattered. Like yeah. there's <laughs> no ego. Like when I've got a bodyboard at Blake Town. Big gels, I'm the king. Rrr, rrr, rrr. Here's my chest pumping it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Rrr, like fucking, I'm gonna take any wave I want. Rrr, rrr. Mm. Get on the stand up. Stand up. Like that. I'm just like anyone go any wave that I'm going on. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, uh, burn me. I don't care. I'm the biggest <laughs> king. Oh, oh, it's, it's those little um, it's those little wins you get eh, when you're learning again. It's just that. That, yeah. That, oh, that, just that just doing something for the first time. Like I remember the mm. first time I did like a proper floater on a stand up and just oh. being like pumped. Yeah. And I was like, 
I was like, okay, that was just a floater. It was like not that big a deal. Yeah. But I was kind of just like, oh, you know, that was a wave on a bodyboard. I probably could have done like a little floater reverse or something kind of shit. But on a stand-up, I remember being like, I guess because I had more speed and it was more suited to how shit the wave was. Mm. But I mean, when the waves are hammering, like, you know, I'll definitely go. I was, I was in, in, in Victoria a few weeks ago and I went out this little reef and I, you know, it was four foot and going skits. And I was like, fuck, I'm not going out there and stand up, man. Like, no. I'm going to go out there on a bug and, you know, I'd had a great time on a bug. I've got like oh, really good pits. And yeah. so I kind of definitely, yeah, if it's cooking for a bug, I'll ride a bug. If it's better for a stand up, I'll ride a stand up. And a lot of time, probably 70% of the time, it's a lot of stand up surfing. Yeah, it's cool once you get to that point because I got to that point for a while there. I don't really do it anymore, but I probably will get back to it. Is like even when it's good, like unless it's absolutely crazy. But it was getting to the point some sometimes where even when it got really good, I'd go out and stand up because I got yeah. obsessed. I got obsessed with trying to get stand up barrels, but, <laughs> like obsessed with it. Eh? like it's all I wanted to do for a while. And I managed to do it like um, quite a few years ago now, and then I was like, oh, I've done that. We're going to go back to the book because it's easier. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I always want to go back to the, the book because, like, there's if I'm, oh, yeah, you always want to go back to the book. I think, though, it always takes you back. Eh? It always gets you yeah, back. I got real focused for a while where it was only stand up surfing and mm. I kind of let that go a bit. And then I went out in the book a few times and some good waves, did a couple of good punts. And I remember just being like, you know, no, don't forget because this is special too. Like, it's not yeah. like, and, I, and I've got that tendency to just be like, now this is the thing that you're doing. And I'm yeah, like, no, 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 no. You spent, a, you spent a long time doing this and you enjoyed it for a different reason. Yeah, don't throw it away. Don't um, throw it away. It's yeah. quite funny when you see people, like some people like, you know, James Blair and, and Rezo, they went full hog, like just ditched the body. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was kind of sad. Like, why not be a jack of all trades, you know? Like, why not do it both? Do both. Yeah. I, but then you do have the people like the Kingies who do both so well. Man, Kingy um, rips on a stick, eh? Oh, like King, 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 Kingy's, a, Kingy's a freak, though, man. Oh, he's a freak. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a freak. He's a freak. He's a freak personality, and he's a freak fucking athlete. He's so yeah. funny. Oh, um. All right, should we just fast forward? We could probably do another two or three. You episodes. can keep talking. Let's go. Let's go. Um, let's, let's do some good shit. Let's ask me. Ask me some good questions. Oh, <laughs> let's get no, go. Just, let's go. Let's go deep. No, we can. I'd love to go deep. Um, oh, yeah. But I just wanted to fast forward to like, yeah, what are you doing these days? So you, you've been living in Aussie for a bit now, right? Like, so you're 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 in the bus. You're in the bus phase with Zena. Yeah, yeah. And... Well, there's a famous because I I think I left New Zealand and. Because oh, this is famous. I didn't realize the impact that this had until later on, which was really interesting. Because I, so I, I'd been over here, uh, like, so I got to know Kingy pretty well through um, being sponsored by Turbo. So oh, I went through a phase where I was sponsored by Turbo and mm, it was right. like, that was in the second rebirthing phase where I came back to bodyboarding, did the isolated comps and, you know, got hard into it again. Mm, That's yeah. when I went to the Blaketown challenge and Blaketown turned on oh, an only day of lefts. So we need to talk like, about that. Yeah. Let's talk about that. <laughs> Which we should talk about that. We should do, um, let's do that. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Okay, let's go, yeah, let's it go, was let's like, go it was like the, God, the gods, the gods had, had, the gods had come for, had come for me. That was 20, <laughs> 
2010, <laughs> I believe, wasn't it? 2010. 2010 was, like was. A, it was a yep. good year. Yeah. And, yeah, so I think was it the f- first day was really small, like a shitty little Norswell? Shitty, yeah. Real small. And I managed to, I managed to get through, like, I, it was just like, you know, I could, I could, like, I'm, I'm actually can surf rights now. I can do flips and stuff. Yeah. But like back then it was like, you know, I could do a couple of reverses and a couple of rolls mm. and I managed to get myself. Yeah. Oh, not nah, man, it was fucked. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I managed to, I managed to get, I could ride a barrel if I had to. Yeah. So I, I got through that first day yeah. and then that night I was staying with Sam Peters and mm. Brad Dennison. Yeah. Mm. And Richard yeah. McKenna were all in the same yeah. And I was, you know, getting in my zone. So I want to go to. I want to go to bed at eight <laughs> o'clock tonight, you know, so that I could be ready tomorrow. Yeah. And um, I think too, we met, and you were like, we're, we're, it was before that, you know, the 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 kind of contest entry day, and you were like, you kept going to me, you know, you are, you know, you you're focusing, you're focusing, you're looking like you're focusing, and I was like, yeah, 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 you're like, it was yeah. it was a bit of a banter, and then yeah. I that. That night I was I was falling asleep and then fucking Denny and um, Sam Peters snuck in the room and they were gonna like tie me up, yeah. So I couldn't get up in the morning or some shit. Yeah? And they snuck in and I just got this vibe, something was going on, and then like Peters tried to grab me or something and tried to hold me. And then it's like I went into this full superhuman phase, yeah. And I just basically like slammed Peters up against the wall, slammed Denny against the other wall and then held them both down by their heads against the ground Jeez, until they submitted. Smithful <laughs> hogged out. And it was interesting though, because that after that happened, it was like that next day, it was like I beat the shit out of them. And I was like, you know, I remember going to sleep and I was like, I want, I want my name on that fucking Blake Town. Because like Blake Town was like this, you know, Blake Town was the thing, you know, like you want mm-hmm. Blake Town, you're the man. Yep. You know, and Blake Town was like, you want your name on that, that wall or that trophy, you know? That trophy, yeah, yeah. You know, and um, I was just like, I remember going to sleep and being like, there's going to be left-handers tomorrow, man. There's going to be left-handers tomorrow. Because I, I was looking down the beach from where the main right-hander was, and I was like, mm. there's fucking a left there, man. It's going to happen, yeah? And I was mm. sort of super pumped from beating the shit out of Sam Peters and um, <laughs> Denny. And I was like, I was like, it was like something like, I don't know, like I'd done an offering to the gods or something, you know, by beating the shit out of them. Fuck. And then I remember waking up the next morning and I was like, it's on. And then I went down there and it was just like perfect offshore coming like hardcore across from the left to the right. Mm-hmm. Like I'd never seen it do that. Mm-mm. And there were just these fucking like fucking perfect ramps. And like it was like, closeouts. yeah. And it was like, out. it was way, the bank was so far out, like way. Yeah. Like, it never that was weird. It was a rarity, bro. Um, over the you know the almost decades now of, of surfing down here, it's like <laughs> it you don't see happen. those days. Yeah, no, often. no. I was well aware of it. I was like, mm. I remember just I, seeing I these like heavy, the... heavy lefts into like closeouts. It was oh, quite that, the photos. I remember seeing the photos of that day. It was like, wow, fuck. Oh, you know, being there and, and seeing them break in real time, but photos were amazing as well it's this beautiful like you said the offshore was howling it was like a dark blue it wasn't like the dirty brown like we usually get it was this beautiful dark blue 
And as soon as I saw those less, I was like, oh, well, I'm fucked. I'm definitely Me and you had a heat then, BMAC. And like, I, everybody was actually, I was off, maybe it was the first day. And so my memory of the first day was quite big, I remember. Like, it was still the less, but it wasn't as good. Anyway, oh, was it? was still trying to surf the rights inside the thing. Uh, yeah. Oh, you frozen, bro. Like, <laughs> froze now. Yeah, you froze then for a second. Carry on. He's back. Oh, back. He's okay. Back. Um, yeah, I had a heat with you, and I was like, I'm going out the left, uh, surf those lefts. And I'll never forget it. I got and you, I could see you were a full cop mode. You were like hunting around. Oh, I was, hunting. And, was hunting. And I was just chilling, right? <laughs> and there was no priority or anything like that. So I was just chilling, like just waiting for a good lift. This really good lift came out. I was like, yeah, I'm just going to pedal for this. And I just looked to my left. And you're just like, back off. Yeah, I would have I I had no remorse. You just fully staked. And I was like, well, okay, well, he's hungry. I'm going to leave that. <laughs> I don't know how I um I don't know how I made it, but I, I remember I think I made it to the final and got dead last because I think it was a five man final. No, I think right? you're in the final. Who was it? it was... I was in the final, but I got last. I got fifth, and then there was obviously you because you won it, and then who else was in there? Mental blank. No. Mental blank. But I remember also you came to the 2007 comp as well, which was the year Marty won, and that was that was true Black Town with the that was the, true the true Black Town. Yeah, that was the rights. Yeah, yeah. I was fucked. I think I, I think I got through two heats and then got knocked. Oh yeah, and no, I think you did alright. I'm sure you made it to like semis or something, maybe. Yeah, it was not. Yeah, that's right. That's when Marto won, and um, yeah. it was proper Black Town. But no, go go yeah. back to go back to 2010. Hey, like any Black Town's proper Black Town. But fuck, that was no, no, so it's good not, for you. Like, I, I, won on, I won on a technicality. I won that comp. Like, okay. if, that comp, if that comp wasn't right, I wouldn't have won. That's just, it's okay, just I'm going to um, I'm gonna put it was a big turnout tro- that year too. I it was a big one. I'm going to put on the trophy in brackets next to your name. Left yeah. down the beach and Technicality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't. It wasn't really like. I mean, it was good. It was good for me because all I did was just come off the bottom and just do big one big hit, and that's all I did all day. It was my technique. Yeah, it was do a big hit, you know. And that yeah. that was kind of like how I surfed too. Like was just do a big hit, and um. But yeah, it was. It was. It was technically we're in Blake Town, but technically we weren't in Blake Town. 2010, <laughs> so 2010, and you were living in Dunno's, and you'd come up. Dunno's, I was yeah. living at Squawker's house, Alex Dade's house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And me and Eddie Salto, that was like the Eddie Salto days. Uh, that's so right. me and Eddie lived together, and then yeah. Eddie used, that's when me and Eddie started filming a bit. Mm. And actually, I caught up with Eddie Salto in Victoria about a month ago, actually. Oh, I've seen him for about five years. So I went yeah, surfing cool. with Eddie Salto. He looks exactly the same as I remember him about five years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's just he's just still doing videography. Cool. Um, a lot of wildlife stuff. Not so much surf stuff anymore, but I think he still does a bit. Mm. He did a couple of things for BP that kind of like got him a bit of rep. Mm, cool. um, but yeah, it was pretty much like living at living at Hotel Oxford in Dunedin, doing missions down to the Catlins. Um, that was pretty much like all we were doing. And then it's like we were shooting a lot. That's when I was like shooting a lot with Gardy as well. And that was sort of mm. like, I remember I went to Australia in 2011. I was kicking around in, in Margaret River and stuff. 
Mm. And um, Kingy was like, I want to do a surf trip. Should I go to New Zealand? And I said, oh, yeah, you should definitely go to New Zealand, go down to the, the Catlins, yeah? Mm. And so I put him on to, to Goose in that because I was like, you know, there'd been guys like, Brendan Newton and that come before and Hardy and that come before. Yeah, we've talked about it, yeah. And um, yeah, and I think they just kind of spooked him, eh? Like, and then Kingy got real angry and then I think some shit went down on forums and then I think eventually Kingy threw it in because he's, I mean, Kingy's a reactive motherfucker and um, he, I think, you know, when Kingy gets rubbed up the wrong way, he just goes into full twat mode, mm. and he went twat mode. And it, I, I know, like I, I was with him in Hawaii in um, uh, two thousand, and so when he was getting ready for, he was trying to make a bit of a comeback, and I was like training with him and shit, like full Rocky styles. Oh, so weird, was, cool. I was, yeah, I was, I was in Hawaii in two thousand and twelve with um, Willie Nepia. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I took I took Willie I took Willie to to Hawaii for his first season, mm. and then I was staying with Willie, and then I was training with Kingy, and um, so yeah, I had a pretty good friendship with Kingy. Like Kingy's one of those guys; he's a hard guy to have a friendship with because he's a weird dude. But he, once you kind of work him out, it's like he's just who he is, man. He's just. Mm. And I think it was a bummer because I, I remember like not being aware of like the degree of like turmoil that created. And I think in the end, I was just like, I just was like, yeah, man, go to New Zealand because, you know, we need fucking people to go there because it's a good thing. You know, it's not like it's not like it's not like next thing, you know, fucking Catlin is going to be overrun with Aussie bodyboarders. Like it's not going to happen, man. It's too fucking cold. No. Yeah. It's um too hard to pick sometimes to surf but you know seeing kingy and that surfing good pk on a international video i don't know i just i guess i feel like it would be a really good thing mm. but then that was also you know goose and guardian those guys had been living there a lot longer than me mm. yes in the end they were the gatekeepers i suppose yeah. yeah, yeah, and then and there was like I remember the forums they got real heated on there, and everyone was putting in their two cents. Like, oh yeah, it sounded like yeah. I, I saw a bit of it, and then I just tapped out. I was like, fair this. enough. Yeah, you know what it's like. It's even worse these days on that, the internet. Yeah, eh? that was the last big sort of like big thread, big sort of thing on isolated. Mm-hmm. And then I think, it that killed, I think that killed isolated. I think it did. I think eh? it, did. it honestly I think did. It, I think you killed did. isolated me. Oh, I think I think no, might have no, 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 no. I think social media, social media killed. <laughs> I think Insta- but, Instagram yeah. killed, killed, killed. Yeah. Um, killed Facebook, Facebook did, yeah, yeah. But I do, I do remember, like when I was in the cycling phase, I remember looking at the forums and looking at the pictures that Guardian that were pumping out from the Catlins, and it did have a lot to do with me getting excited about bodyboarding again. Like mm. I. Remember seeing photos of some of the waves down there and just being like, I couldn't believe that there were waves like that. I didn't know mm. that there were waves like that in New Zealand, you know. Yeah. So when I started bodyboarding again, I just wanted to go there, and, and there was it was pretty pumping for a while, like a scene. There was a scene there oh. for a good like yeah. couple yeah. of years, man. You were part of a like a really healthy crew pushing the limits down there for quite a mm. while dude like mm. like there it was, was about a three about three years yeah mm. but i think there was a, a national scene we've talked about it 
his Kev and Goose and and others mm-hmm. like just that you know it was a ten year period there basically where like we you know as a as a community were self sustaining in terms of there was a huge amount of momentum everywhere. Mm-hmm. There was comps you know, on every tour, year, like yeah, five yeah. or six comps. Yeah, and there wasn't much money in it, but there was like such just a real cool camaraderie, a good healthy competition and rivalries and all grassroots stuff but it yeah. was so fucking wholesome too like you know and yeah. just classic except except, except except fucking except dylan <laughs> Dil russ Dil russ oh yeah Dil russ man I, I remember being i remember being at the gizzy comp i remember gizzy comp yes. 2010 yeah bring some Dil stories russ. Dil Russ was on fire, this nude at all times. Yeah. And, you know, fam- families running for the hills, just going down the beach for their families. Next thing you know, there's this skinhead dude running around the car park with his cock out. And anyway, I was, I was getting ready for this heat and I was up against Duncan Smith. And like, Duncan Smith's a hammer, you know? Like, I, I was like, you know, if you don't fuck with Duncan Smith, he'll, he'll beat you, you know? Oh, yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm going through my stretching routine in the car park. And anyway, Dylan sneaks around the corner while I'm stretching for the, I think it was like the quarterfinals or something, yeah? Mm-hmm. And he and he pisses on me, yeah? So I'm just, I'm like, I'm just stretching. The next thing I know, I'm just like, what the fuck is what that? Fuck? And, look out and Dylan's pissing all over me. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. Like, what are you doing? Like, you can't piss on me just before my heat. So I cut up. My wetsuit's covered in piss. And I have At to go out. At least you're wearing like, a witty. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm wearing a witty. So <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I gotta go out for my heat. So I just I put on put on the top and I go out and I'm covered in Dylan's piss. Yeah. And I go out and Duncan's on fire. Like Duncan's like the man, yeah. And then that heat, every good wave comes to me. Like every good wave. It's like it's like I was lucky, a magnet. Yeah? Lucky piss, man. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I come out and I'm like, fucking Dill's piss is magic, yeah. Hmm. So the next semifinals, I had to stand in the car park and let Dill piss all over me before the semifinals. Yeah. And I go out again, and the same thing happens. What? Like every wave comes to me. Yeah. So finals, it was full like ceremonial. Like I just stood there in the car park and was just like, piss on me because I'm going to win if you piss on me. And then I went out and just again got every good wave and, and I won. Oh. And, and so it was like, it was, it was. Yeah, I mean it was it was wholesome in some ways, but then also you know unwholesome in other ways. Yeah, Dylan's gone. <laughs> Dylan's gone through. Dylan's gone through not as many phases as you, but um, he definitely went through a, a drinking. Is he still phase. the MMA? Is the MMA phase still? No, he's not in the hunting. MMA phase. He's a hunt, yes. hunting phase. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. a hunting phase. And parenting yeah. and and love phase. Oh, I kind yeah. of imagine imagine him in the love phase. Was you know, I, when I knew him, he was. I saw him in Raro. Oh shit, man! Maybe two thousand and two thousand and nineteen. I was in Raro in like August, and I remember I saw him just on the tail of some trip. He'd just been there with his chick. Oh, true. And um, because I think I saw you guys, you and Frankie was like maybe two thousand eighteen. I ran into you in the Cooks, and you were staying at Eric Gomez's place. Mm, yeah. Fuck, was it only 2018? It feels like it was longer ago than that. Yeah, well, mate, no, no, I think it was 2018. I'm pretty sure. Oh, oh no, 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 it wasn't. No, no, it was like 2000. Older. It was like 2015. Yeah, it yeah. was Frankie Robinson's like get together before he got married. Yes, and yeah. you guys were staying at Eric Gomez's, and I and I just ran into you randomly on that. Trip. Yeah, yeah. 
I remember you coming so, around. We're having a good yarn. Um, yeah, and Jamie Gaskin yeah, was with us as well. That's yeah. right. Some but no, there was fun. there was that 10 years, I reckon, like, oh, I mean, even from, like, there's people, I guess, I look back on now, say, like, Kevin McAllister and guys like that who, mm. yeah, like, it's interesting, eh? Like, I remember listening to Kevin's, Kevin's talk with you guys, and it's like, you know, I was, you know, focused on my thing, which was, you know, I wanted to win. But it was also, like, just what made you know six comps a year with decent prizes like bodyboards and you know guys having something to focus on for the like everybody got together and went to each comp and all of those things and where we would stay and was guys like Kevin and it's kind of like you had the riders but I guess like you know I always forgot it's like later on now that I'm older I look on it and I'm just kind of like you know they made the thing that, you know, I think well, you guys were running the Blaketown challenge and what's involved in that, like you need riders and you want good riders to have a good comp, but also it's like, there's no comp if there's no, you know what I mean? That's something mm. I look back on now where I was so disconnected from that thing that they were doing. And now I have a lot of respect for guys like Kevin because mm. yeah, just fuck man. They, they, made it you yeah, know the people true. made it but they made the template so that people could come to comps and mm. yeah so i think like if i look back now and go like you know the sons of tungaroa and you guys with the blake town challenge and the parada and, parada crew yeah and, and even like you like goose and Gardy with the isolated you know like mm. Gardy's photos fueled that scene you know and mm. then goose's videos fueled that scene and then Blake Town and the writers from there and the, and the Blake Town challenge fueled that scene. And then mm. it was like the comps going that Kevin was running and the Sons of Tangaroa before that. And it's like, with any, like, with any of that not there, there was, there was no scene. Mm. Yeah. 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 That's right. Like it's, um, we talked about that quite a bit, didn't we, Giles, with, with Goose and Kev. It was just like how much, being young and dumb like you know we didn't know how much effort went into that sort of no, thing not at all. you know what i mean because like i even i said to goose like i look like a fucking retard when we went down to the first isolated comp um it's fanboys it's fanboys <laughs> and you know us us being young young and extremely dumb He's like, oh, can we stay at the whole two? And they're like, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> which which one was that? Which one was that? That was the no, that was the second year it would have been. Oh, so it was you know, 2005. Oh, yeah, yeah, because I, I think I remember. I think I remember you guys. We we turned up at yeah, Bedrock. And we were like, yeah. we were like, who are these who are these who are these fucking dudes Groms. Like, tailing us ta- tailing Groms? us to Midrock? Like, who are these cuts tailing us to Midrock? <laughs> we didn't know like, we didn't know where Midrock was, so we were so <laughs> desperate to find out, bro. Midrock's a fucking shit way, man. It's not a real Let's way. go. Let's go <laughs> <laughs> let's go find their um, Let's go find their bands and we'll follow their bands. Oh, it's not a real <laughs> That's so funny. Like, would you do like a full stakeout on their vehicles, eh? Like, tailing well, I know them. we, we oh, waited man. like sort of down the road a little bit uh, at where we thought the turn off was. 
Yeah. <laughs> and then oh, we just followed, we saw them turn and was like, that must be it. Yes, <laughs> jackpot. Yeah, it was classic. I've still never done really many. I've only been to the Catlins once and it was shit. I've still never scored the Catlins. Oh, it's always Wait. it's always windy as fuck, man. It's always yeah. like you're down there and you're surfing PK and it's like 40 knot winds and when mm. the wave breaks, you can't even see like there's a storm. Yeah. Um, Was it that, it's, um, it's not the nicest place to see. Should we bloody amazing, seals too. We had some amazing trips down there, BMAX at the old at Justine's there and uh at the nice. backpackers and those um Different place Light trips point. and that, yeah. Point backpackers. Remember, I have to say, one of the gnarliest things I ever saw was in the Catlins was two things actually. Mm. One was Hayden Parsons riding a barrel that I reckon you probably could have put a bus in. Like Whoa, he, really? he got this wave. He got this wave at peak. I reckon was like eight foot, and he paddled in, timed it just right, nearly skipped out on the bottom turn, and all oh. I remember is him like going past. And it was just like, I was like, you could put a bus in that. Like it was the, big, the biggest pit I'd seen, like a New Zealand bodyboarder kind of like really just. Goose. And, the hell, then, man. and then the other one was Aiden Dixon charging down a, a, like a big fucking, you know, the mean, what I like the seal what the line. big seals. Like, like, yeah, the King, big What ones. are they called? King seal? Yeah. No. Not like the little seals, like the big monster ones. Sea lions. Sea lions. Yeah, yeah, so lines. yeah, he charged, he charged down a sea lion. So I'm pretty sure this was at PK. And there was a huge sea lion, man, that was just cruising around, just like torturing everyone. And we're just like, we're going to have to get out. And then it just, oh, it might have even been Midrock, actually. And then it charged at him. And as it charged at him, he got his board and put his board up like this and charged it screaming, yeah? And Fuck. he charged down the bull seal. And I was like, it was the gnarliest thing I'd ever seen. The seal oh fucking just God. shed itself, man. And I was awesome. like, if that had gone the other way, man, it was like, he was fucking ending up in A&E if he was going to be alive. Um, yeah. And I remember just, that was like two of the most gnarly things I'd ever seen go down there. Was just Hayden Parsons. Seen, seen Wellesie get a lot. Like Wellesie used to come a lot, and Wellesie always got really good barrels. Mm. But for some reason, there's this, this, this barrel that that um, that goose got that was just like I just remember being like, "That's a fucking big barrel." It was just oh, like wow. going past. It was just howling offshore, raw ocean swells, proper eight foot. And just big keg, yeah. Such a unique spot down there on PK Bay. Eh? It's very cool. It's, it's a nice. very interesting spot. But yeah, basically me, man, these days, like, oh, you know, I've gone through many phases, man. I became I became a nurse for a while. I was yeah. I worked as a nurse. And then, and then didn't you get into fucking fire engines? I've been a fire Yeah, I, I, I was a firefighter. I was. Fire person. Yeah. yeah, a fire person. I didn't make the calendar, sadly. Um <laughs> Um, you know, I was hoping to hoping to get that and just send a few of those around. But um no, I, I worked in Sydney for a, a year and a bit. I didn't really like being in Sydney. So I quit the fire service about nine months ago. And um fire service was interesting, man. It's like anything, it's still like emergency forces, it's very defense forcey, it's very no sir, yes, sir, blah blah blah. Right. A lot of alpha male dudes who you oh, know yeah. been masturbating over fire trucks since they were five years old yes, yes. Um, so 
it was an interesting scene I didn't fit into necessarily. Um, I did like the job, like, you know, it's pretty fucking trippy, man. Like, just mm. boom, out in the truck, and then you get out, and you've got the breathing shit on, you smack the door open, and you're like, fucking, you know, it's mm. it's it's an interesting job. Adrenaline, be a lot of adrenaline um, all day. And then, oh, I'd, I'd always done, like, yoga and meditation kind of stuff, and then I got did a yoga teacher training thing in Bali, and then sort of at the moment, I'm just cruising. I'm going to Coffs Harbour tomorrow for three days, and I just teach a two-hour workshop each evening on different, you know, questionable yoga practices. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> naked Bikram, eh? Naked Bikram, yeah, that's what naked, you're doing, naked, eh? naked handstands. So I like to do naked handstands down the beach. And, you know, I'm, I'm like, at the moment, we, we are, me and Zena are up in, um, about 20 minutes up from Byron Bay. Um, you know, we like it here. It's like not not amazing big land. There's waves at D Bar. There's a couple other big waves around, like a Luca. Um, not like the South Coast, but um, yeah, it's pretty fucking alternative up here for sure. Like, yeah, I think as I'm getting older, I'm definitely turning into more of a hippie. Yes. <laughs> oh fuck! Because you lived in Wollongong for a bit, eh? Down there. Yeah, I was well done for years, man. I, yeah. I pretty much went straight, straight from I was in the Cook Islands for a good six months, I reckon, in 2012. And then I got to Wollongong at the end of 2012 and started uni at Wollongong in 2013. Went to Hawaii mm-hmm. with Willie at the start of 2013. And then pretty much like kicked around the South Coast till. I reckon I was there for a good nine years, man. And that's mm. like the longest I've been anywhere. And I, yeah, yeah I, I got super obsessed with, you know, I remember watching Black Rock footage and I remember like just always going to Black Rock. Mm. And I mean, it was, I got lucky. I, I went there long enough to kind of know who was who and kind of get a, a, a little place in, in the order, um, which was cool. Like it was, I can still do that. Like I was there about two weeks ago and I've, you know, I've got my place in the lineup. You know, if there's a good one and I wait my turn, I get I get it. Um, it's I mean that's you know that that's another wave. PK is a wave that's close to my heart. Black Rock's a wave that's close to my heart for sure. Mm. Um, South Coast for sure, but also yeah, I think maybe about a year ago there was a feeling of just like it was time to go somewhere different, and then. You know, I met my partner, she brought this bus and we've been traveling around Australia now for like nearly a year. We're just living in the bus, man. And I'm teaching workshops and we don't, we're not making heaps of money, but um, it's cool. Yeah, we won't do it forever. <laughs> yeah. Good, good, healthy lifestyle though. It's, um, yeah. Oh, it's a it's rad cool. lifestyle. Like, you know, wake up and kind of, you know, I still want to make money, but um, yeah. It's, it's it's something I've always wanted to do. Yeah. Not many overheads. Cool. All your overheads is really just food and fuel. Yeah, food, fuel. Bus. I mean, bus bus repairs, but oh, then yeah, it's true. also like, um, yeah. I mean, it's definitely that's been the cool thing about it. Is I mean, overall, it's definitely you know you're not you're not shelling out on a mortgage or rent or something, mm-hmm. and the rent's gotten pretty. I think everywhere it seems like inflation's gotten out of hand, fucking everywhere and. New Zealand and Australia, the price of oh, property, yeah. and I think I think you probably brought brought well brought well uh, back in the day where greymouth houses were probably like fifty k a pop. 
<laughs> yeah, I did. And the house stayed like the same for like fucking 15 years. And it's only just God, last man. year where COVID oh. actually helped the, the price. Oh, the yeah. yeah. It did, did it's crazy. Really, yeah, it's fucked up. But yeah, but yeah inflation, I, inflation's the next thing. It's fucked. But yeah, I think, um, yeah, I mean, it's something like I, I'll always bodyboard. Um, you know, I'm enjoying stand up surfing. I'm still fit, you know, like I'll kind of want to be 50 and still surfing. I want to be 60 and still surfing. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mike Stewart vibes. Let's do it. I think I think if I could go back, it's interesting if I could go back and do it again. Like I remember I got into meditation and stuff in 2007. And then I remember being in a comp and Richard McKenna won. And normally like if anyone else won, you know, like oh, I was just fucking off it. And um, <laughs> yeah. I remember Richard won and I remember like feeling real happy for him. And I remember thinking like, I kind of wish I could have still been as good as I was, I reckon. But I wish I'd kind of been a bit more, I don't know, like more enjoying the whole thing, everything that went around it, you know, like I was quite disconnected from that. I was thinking similar thoughts before when I was just Mm. reflecting on, on your career and thinking yeah i wonder if bmax missed out on a lot of moments because he's been too oh, focused on, the fucking, yeah, you know, you're too focused on that goal rather than the journey you were focused about just getting to that goal rather than the actual join the journey yeah um, i'd still i still have that tendency man like that's yeah. really a good thing about xena is like she's a lot better at that than me sometimes and i still yeah. get you know, I've got other goals I go for now. Like at the moment, I'm trying to get together so I can run teacher trainings for yoga teachers and the credit yoga teachers. And I'm like, you know, and I'm I did the stint, so I ended up writing three kids' books. Yeah. And oh um, wow. Yeah, so you yeah. believe that. <laughs> so I did the book writing phase, chuck that in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah so it's the writing phase. So I got I do I do kids' books like on yoga and shit. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, like three to six year olds. Yeah. Um, this one called Tantrum Tommy, which is about this ranger kid who's a wanker, and then he gets into yoga and turns into like a rad dude. Um, <laughs> and then um, I, I just finished another book, which is about 175 pages, which is more like an adult book. It's all about kind of meditation and psychedelic kind of shit. Cool. Um, but yeah, you know, I still... have you do, have you um, have you done DMT? Me? Oh God, Jesus! I think we had that conversation, didn't we? Back in Raro. That's another hole. That's another kilo. That's, that's another hole. Um, it's a whole yeah, podcast yeah. by itself. Yeah. I've, I've always, you know, I've always similar with the whole AI thing, man. I've always been like a bit of a, um, you know, I think, I think, I, like I look back and I can see a lot of my competitive days in bodyboarding and sports were. You know, I've always been seeking something, yeah? Mm. Like, it's always been this active, like, I'm seeking something to make sense of, like, what it is to fucking be a human being, yeah? Mm. yeah. And, you know, and then I went through a phase, I got into meditation, and then I, that, that phase turned into psychedelics, and, you know, I had some pretty fucking tripped out experience. I think me and Joel had had this conversation in Raro, mm. you know, just, like, psych, psychedelic DMT trips, and remember Joel and like recounting his one and you know yeah. and then I was recounting my one and mm. yeah fuck man I I I I'd say even my one you know I I remember being pretty cooked for a good six months. 
wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> no, neither, neither. Ooh. I think you need to be really well prepared mentally for um, for that experience. I just think, yeah. I mean, if anything, like you know, I mean, it definitely throws into question, like you know, I'm still no. I've I've been searching since I was a kid for like what is the meaning of being a fucking human being, yeah. Mm, well, that is, is the question. Yeah, it's interesting. Hey, eh? like I I no closer. <laughs> no closer. Yeah. I don't think I don't I don't think getting the answer is the answer. No, I think you're right. I think that's what I'm as I'm getting older, I'm like, I think that the meaning is whatever you decide the meaning is. Mm. It's like it's kind of like a piece of paper and you um, you know, your life is like a piece of paper, and it's like what you draw on that piece of paper and the meaning that you believe that it has is what the meaning is, yeah. So it's like the meaning of life is to be happy or the meaning of life is to be this. And it's like, I don't know, I mean, I think, yeah, I think the meaning of life is, I'd like to say meaning of life is don't be a cunt, but <laughs> I actually think that that doesn't even seem to mean anything. <laughs> nah. There's a lot of people who are pretty cunty doing pretty well. So. Yeah, yeah, but it all seems to come out in the wash, doesn't it? You know, yeah, um, maybe, maybe, maybe down the road. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Either yeah. in this life or the or whatever's after this life, but it does all seem to come out in the wash. But here's, here's, here's a question, maybe as we sort of get to the conclusion, it's like, um, yeah, like it's it's um, for you guys doing this, like it has been a pretty cool experience. You know, as oh, in like yeah. not talking to me, but as in like, you know, obviously you guys had this interest in, in sort of, recapping some of eras from new zealand bodyboarding mm. you know and there's like you know i mean we could just keep going and going there's there's so many you know ridiculous stories yeah that went down but i think like you know maybe you know it must be interesting you guys like now you're older and talking to guys about it and remembering it yeah like it must be a pretty cool cool experience because i i have my conversation with you and it ends yeah but then you guys are going to have a conversation with someone else and someone mm. else and someone yeah. else, you know. Yeah, it's cool. But, I love it. Um, for me personally, it's it just brings back so many cool memories and 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 it just pieces. I just love hearing everyone's different perspectives on 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 both events that I've been to and events that I saw from a distance, and and it just it just draws this whole bigger picture of this crazy little scene that we were all sort of part of and um yeah i'm loving the experience but i do want to talk about other shit as well on this potty yeah from yeah all sorts, yeah. All sorts of yeah shit. yeah i think what we're doing bmac is sort of giles and i started it because we saw that you know the last 10 years our scene the community sort of died in a way mm. and that we wanted to do something that would be easy for us to do with our busy lives um, mm. and that is free and that was something where we can we can grow and uh, grow as a, and like regrow the community in a way because mm. I've had I've had people tell me oh, I'm like can't get back in the water from listening to you guys again and, mm. and that sort of thing and mm. and like Joel's is saying I think we're actually in the first phase of Fumansu in a way because what we're doing is like sort of going through all the old school crew talking to them about this crazy 
like 20 year period mm. so we sort of had with New Zealand boogie boarding and then we want to grow it beyond that mm. because it's just mm. something that we wanted to do and like and, and like John say start start branching off into other things and we've got ideas mm. to grow it but it's really it's been really cool because um it's been really cool to do because I think what you know, Kiwis we're very understated you know, we don't talk about our emotions or our, or our experiences a lot. So as we've got older, I think it's been able to cool to be able to capture and record some of the things that we've all gone through, mm. you know, and, and yeah, like, yeah, talk about it, all of us as a community that, mm. that we were. And also, I wanted to just get on the video and show off and be, do facials and just do stupid shit, eh? And just show off in front of everyone. Yeah, and, that face, yeah. And, that, and we really wanted to have fun. That was yeah. the other thing. Yeah. And Jalen always wants to, you know, be the centre of attention. So, yeah. yes, I do. <laughs> Look at me. The question, the, the, the burning question is, who was New Zealand's trendiest bodyboarder? Ooh, <laughs> trendiest. Like, who, who was the, like, I remember Wellesie went through a phase where he was just fucking very trendy. Oh, yeah, um, I honestly think I'm going to chime in here and say Wellesie, Dixie, and Sammy P would probably be my top three yeah, emo, emo kings. Peak, peak phases, peak the phases. Peak emo phase, those boys. <laughs> emo <laughs> hipster indie phase. The fucking, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. fucking um, the tightest black jeans you'll ever see on a human was probably Richard on Vichetta, Richard Vichetta. Richard Vichetta. Definitely yeah. Dixie's with those fucking emo jeans. And they're almost tights, bro. They're almost like lycra. They were that fucking skin tight. Yeah, no, well, well, Wellesy was a little bit more flamboyant in his colours. Yeah, definitely. I feel like he was yeah. always very flamboyant. And um, Wellesy dresses like shit now. Compared, he used to have great, nah, like, he's an old weird man now. flamboyant I, I remember, style. I remember I went to his house when he was in Dunedin in 2000. And, uh, must have been 2018. And it's like, he's just he's a, he's a family man now. It's just like, yeah. you know, that's where he's at. But... um. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's yeah, a good question. Jeep boat I remember yeah. Sam in his in his in this in that phase because I remember I remember they were living in Wellington and you'd always go to Sam's and he was always lifting bricks. Oh god, <laughs> that's so. He was, always, he was in the he was, in, he was always Edgy. toning himself. He was always toning. <laughs> himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those boys went through the emo straight straight edge phase too. I think. Eh? Oh god. We've got it. Yeah. I got think I was pretty. Too. I was pretty boring. I was pretty non-trendy when I look back at the photos, man. <laughs> yeah, I think you were. You didn't. You didn't really like have a have a like a distinctive style. You just sort of your clothing was kind of under the radar, wasn't it? A little bit. No, yeah, I was pretty. I was pretty boring, man. I think I look at some of the stuff back then, and I'm like, I definitely jeans and hoodies. Jeans and just just nothing, man. Just just normal normal stuff. I was pretty boring. Pretty boring. Uh, right, boys. Should we wrap it up, eh? Yeah, I think we should wrap this up. Yeah. Any, yeah. any, any last, last final, or final, final question? Oh, um, what inspired you to um, get completely naked and take a thousand photos? Um... <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that, why, was, that was all. That why was are you all... still posting those horrible photos to this day? <laughs> you, and, and you would If you go look, if you go look at my. Um, my uh, Instagram, there's the nude ones are a lot less than they used to be. Oh, I've toned no. it down. I've toned it down. There was there was a phase. I think it's one of those things like when you when you become a yoga teacher, there's certain boxes you have to tick. You know? So 
So one one at the moment is you know like live in a bus. You know that's that's yeah. a big tick. I do want to do you that know? though. I, I'm do jealous. do I'm do really... a nude photo shoot like that's a tick. Um, you know uh, what else? You know there's Who took all these those photos. Is my question, or was it on a timer? What's that? <laughs> no, actually, it was like. Who ended up taking those photos? Some young dude that you've been grooming. Yes, a young young dude. Young high school student. (laughs) (laughs) A young high school photography student. I'd I'd say for sure, like, it was like, I think there was a bit of a thing where, like, or it was like a bit of a thing at the moment where, like, like in the yoga scene, doing nude photos was very on trend. And I remember thinking, you know, I will do that, you know, because it's what people were doing. Yeah. I don't know, man. I think it's an interesting, like, why do they do it? No, man, you laid yourself yeah. beer, bro. That's all about just laying yourself beer. No, no. I, it, you know what? I, like, I'd say, I'd say when you look at it, when you're first doing it, you're saying, I'm doing this to lay myself beer. But if you actually, like, really look at it, like, now look at it years later. Yeah. Yeah. I was just doing it to jack my ego off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was I, just I, like uh, I'm a I'm a fit dude. I'll do some handstands. You know, yeah. like, my ass yeah. looks good. My ass looks good in this one. Yeah, yeah, my bum mm. looks good. You know, I've got a good bum. You know, body, body, um, body positivity. What's, what's, body positivity. what's Zena saying? Yeah, see, look, Zena said it works. That's why she's in a relationship with me. She saw, she saw my nude photos back then, and, and this is the product. So I've been yeah, just Zena, it worked out good. Grooming, grooming the ideal yoga partner. That was my goal. Well, I, you wouldn't, uh, wouldn't now she now she easy. takes naked photos of me. But we we were thinking what we're gonna do. I swear we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna start a OnlyFans page. Ah uh, yes, <laughs> yes, sure. We're gonna make we're gonna make money out of fucking in a bus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I am happily to admit that I'll probably subscribe to that. Yeah, yeah. The there you, go. Right. you won't see my face. It'll be fine. <laughs> yes, yeah, I don't, want to see your, I don't want to see your rude fucking nut breathing heavily down on some. No, nah, no, it won't be my face. You could pretend. You could pretend it's someone else. No, no, we're just we're just trying to work out how to make money on the road, and we feel like pornography is a good way to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bro. Thanks so yeah, much. Go, you should de- definitely go go and live in a bus for a while. It's it's. Oh a good no, move. I'm keen, bro. I'm keen. Honestly, I'm thinking like. Oh, because I've been in the rat race for fucking so long now. I'm, you got to have money now at the moment. Yeah, you must be sitting pretty relaxed. Oh, yeah, money's okay. But like, fuck, you're working, you know, 40 hours a week. And it's just like, oh, it starts to get a bit draining. Why don't, why don't you just do something like, like, especially because you've been working so long, like take, mm. take six months off, mm. get yourself fucking... Depends if you want to go with the family, you're going to have to go big. And we're in a, we're in a Toyota Coaster. Um, and I wouldn't go any smaller than that. Um, it's a decent size and six months would be a good amount of time and kind of go during, you know, like it's not too cold, like maybe kind of hit the road and like, I don't know, like October October or something, you know, Mm -hmm. and then kind of do like October, November, December, January, February, March, you know, and just go where the swell is, go where you want to go. Yeah. You know, campgrounds are sweet. Like we do a lot of free camping, but with a family, you know, campgrounds are good. Mm. Um, yeah, it's just one of those things, man. I mean, I'm definitely going to do it. I'm definitely going to do it. Yeah. All right. Monday. We'll leave it to it. Thanks, Hayes, for having me. Thanks, bro. No All right. Good to see you, man. 
nice to meet Zena. So I'll come um, back. I'll come back to the to the motherland. Yeah, at you some have stage. to bring you have to bring Zena back to Whanganui if she hasn't been back. Or nah, been she's been she, there. With, have you been? You haven't been to? Have you been there to Whanganui, Zena? Yeah, she's been there. Oh, true. <laughs> yeah. So her, her partner, she had a partner who was Mari, so she used to go to New Zealand quite a bit. Oh, sweet, cool. She been, you, you been to Greymouth, yeah? Yeah. She been to Greymouth. Oh, true. <laughs> Lucky girl. <laughs> Probably fucking rained the whole time she was here. <laughs> yeah, it did. It did. All oh, right. sweet, bro. All right. Thanks, thanks man. See ya. Later, boys. Thanks, Ben. See ya. <laughs> See ya.